0: Did you ever spend any time on the field, Tommy?
1: No, actually, I I didn't have time in my younger years. I was in training, mostly.
0: What were you training for? Uh, Army, Marines? Eagle Scouts. Eagle Scouts. Now, Eagle Scouts, kids, that's where you weave baskets and help (laughs) little old ladies across the street, am I right? No, no.
1: (laughs) No, 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 it was actually quite a bit of uh, survival training.
0: Well, the only survival training I need is my old smoke pole and a big fat box of buckshot that I keep out in that truck. A shepherd has got to protect his flock. You packed guns on Christmas? Always be prepared, Boy Scout.
1: Watch a few movies, take a few notes.
2: (laughs) It was fun.
0: (laughs) That's right, folks. The holiday season is upon us once again. And with all the life experience and wisdom the Dolls have amassed over the past year, we thought it would make sense to revisit a movie from an earlier episode and give it the proper focus it deserves. Because if you thought some American traditions were weird, you've definitely never been to Austria in the month of December, where the lore of tonight's movie was born. After all, if you thought a supernatural beast would come kidnap you if you acted up, you definitely would be the poster child for holiday behavior. So sit back and enjoy talks about demonic kidnapping as tonight the dolls revisit 2015's Krampus. And now, the dolls of horror. It's Showtime.
3: Welcome back to the Dolls of Horror Podcast for our Christmas series. I'm Summer. I'm Jamie. And today we have Krampus Worley. I mean, Billy.
2: Billy Worley.
1: <laughs> Hi, everybody.
3: <laughs> Welcome back, Billy. So happy you can come play with us again.
1: Yeah. I'm so happy to be back for this movie.
3: Yes. You actually requested this specifically, and I thought it was a great idea to, to loop back around and... Um, do this one again because this was one of the first episodes we originally recorded and so being one of the first episodes it wasn't very good <laughs> 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 and, and both like Tori and I were both really off that day and we felt it in the end we're like yeah, I just didn't feel right and I don't even think we gave her overall movie rating that's how off we were oh. so yes so when Billy said he wanted to come back and do this and since we have Jamie on board, I said, well, there's two new perspectives. This really works.
1: Well, hopefully we can do better. We'll see. <laughs>
4: it's it's going to be a jolly time.
3: A jolly time. We're already doing better. <laughs> <laughs> really wasn't happy with that okay, show. Okay, that's it. That's a show. There we go. Done. <laughs> I, I also <laughs> didn't, did not go back to listen to it. So I'm going in like clean. Like maybe my perspectives have changed over a year. Yeah, nice. Yeah, um, I don't think they have because i always liked, I think I've always liked the same parts of this movie, but I do have additional notes of things I didn't think of before. So that's fun. Great. That's fun. And, also, and oddly enough, this was one of the only movies, like I keep a notebook. I'm on my third notebook of podcast notes.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: So um, this was the one of the only ones where the notes were not in the notebook. I just had them on legal paper. Um, oh! So I didn't even have like my old notes or anything. <laughs> so. Nice. Yep. Starting clean. Yeah. Um. Okay. So when was the first time you two saw this movie?
4: Um, I saw it pretty close to when it came out. It came out in what 2015. Fifteen. 15? Yeah. yeah, I probably saw it when it came out that year on rental. Hmm. <laughs>
1: I think that, like, I went home for, you know, I go home for Christmas every year. My parents live in Oregon, and I think we rented it probably the following year mm-hmm. that after it came out. And um, my mom was, it was so funny. My mom was so excited. She's like, what's this movie? And I was like, ah. oh, it's Krampus. You know, it's like this kind of like altered Santa Claus movie. And she's like, oh, that sounds great. And so, and we just like the whole family watched it. And it was like, everybody loved it. Like, I mean, it was just so like, you know, kids from five years old to mm-hmm. my parents who were in their seventies, you know, it was just like a, such a fun movie. It's such one, a
4: perfect, like, holiday movie. It's good yeah. for everybody. Like, my parents haven't seen it, but I'm pretty sure my mom would love it. Like, my dad would love it. My brother. Like, everybody I know would probably love this movie if they haven't already seen it and loved it. Yeah. yeah
3: it has a very um, almost family-friendly feel, kind of yeah. like yeah. Gremlins tone. Yeah. It yeah. reminds me of Gremlins. Yeah,
1: I, I wrote in my notes, like, it has a very much like a, a lifetime Christmas movie or, uh-huh. or like family channel. Like, the way it's shot, you know, like the way they kind of oh someone's someone's by a train oh my gosh that's me oh my gosh that's me again
4: (laughs) that (laughs) happened on our last
3: recording i know my neighborhood
4: is known for the train actually like people told me when i moved here like you do know about the train right and i said
3: yeah no big thing so i i don't even notice it when it happens (laughs) but yep (laughs) we're two for two this week (laughs) well the funny thing is yeah that happened when we were recording yesterday yeah Oh, my God. <laughs> this has never happened before, though. Like, I've never heard a train in your background. All the episodes we've done, it's never showed up. And now,
2: I know. And now,
4: you know, it's just, it's the holiday, holiday spirit. You <laughs> know, the holiday train, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pol- a- Polar Express over here. I don't know. <laughs> right.
3: They're
1: delivering packages. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> All right. Come on.
3: Watching- yeah, my first time watching this one was... Um, I mean, it was probably 2016, uh, possibly 2017. Not for the holiday; it was like the summertime, and uh, I watched it because my coworker Caleb told me that I have to watch it. Um, I've already knew who Krampus was, and I liked Krampus and the legend, and mm-hmm. and I'm I'm team I'm team Krampus. I appreciate Krampus for all that he does for our community. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So um, I was all about watching. Um, the movie when Caleb told me to and and I really enjoyed it um the funny thing about this one though is you know I wish it had more horror in it
2: mm-hmm. yeah yeah um
3: so yeah I wish it had more horror in it and I think I would have liked it better I think I like the theme and the tone of the movie um and the topics of the movie more than I like the actual movie
2: right
1: if that mm-hmm. makes any sense, it does because I, yeah, yeah. I I like the sort of like anti Santa Claus sort of story, but right, but it's not a horror movie. But but I like the the kind of themes of that, like where it's this, you know the 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 shadow side of Christmas, mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: yeah. And I like to ask this with the horror movies. I started talking to Jamie about this because um, this is still technically a horror film in category. Sure. Is Mm -hmm. this a Christmas-themed horror movie, Billy, or is it a horror-themed Christmas movie? Hmm. I think for me, I think it's a Christmas-themed horror.
1: Yeah, Christmas because it has more
3: Christmas than horror in it. Yeah, it does. It's definitely a Christmas
4: movie. It really, really is. I mean, even down to like the awkward family dinners, and Uh, it's a Christmas movie. You know, right? With some horror to it. it. Yeah. Yeah,
1: Exactly. Yeah, the (laughs) terrible relatives. Yeah, yeah. It's like they kind of took, like, Christmas vacation and then made it dark.
3: Darker. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Agreed. (laughs) Definitely agreed. If you guys have not seen 2015's Krampus, the synopsis is a boy accidentally summons a festive demon to his family home for Christmas, and it is very soon revealed that they are fucked. Yes. (laughs) is that the actual no nope, that's my own
4: <laughs> i was like wikipedia internet movie database where'd this come from that, wow.
3: that is a synopsis by summer <laughs> <laughs> accurate <laughs> yep 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 uh it stars adam scott tony collette david koechner Allison Tolman, Conchata Farrell, who actually just passed away a couple yes. of weeks ago unfortunately. Yeah. I know, I'm a I huge know. fan, so I was super bummed. Yeah, me and too. We already knew that we were going to be talking about this, so I dedicate this episode to her. I yes. I, I, I
1: agree. I think that's great. She yeah, she was an amazing amazing actress.
3: Totally. She was so good. So good in everything. And she's oh, a, even- and she's
1: amazing in this. Like she yeah. makes the grumpy aunt, she like nails. Oh, she's amazing. Everything. Every line
4: she says is so good. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Every and single I,
3: line. Yeah.
1: Like, I actually have like six of her quotes, basically, yeah. as my, my lines. It's so cool. Yeah.
3: That was the consensus with last time we did it, is she stole the entire show. Yes. Oh,
2: yeah.
3: Right. Uh, written and directed by Michael Doherty, who did Trick or Treat. Yeah. Guys. Trick or Treat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, he's great. How cool is that? And also written by Todd Casey and Zach Shields. Okay, favorite kill.
2: Hmm. This
3: this one was hard. It's it's this hard.
1: Cuz like you said it's not like a traditional horror film right. with traditional yeah. kills cuz they don't really show the Krampus, you know, stuff when he takes people away.
2: Right.
4: They don't. It's not like you get like a direct like candy cane to the heart or to the eye, or like right. you know, being run over by a reindeer. It's not
3: yeah, Wait. you don't get any of that. So
1: Jamie, are you writing this movie? Because I want to watch this. Well,
4: we if just you watch
3: this movie, if you want to watch that movie, Billy, you need to go see Santa's sleigh yeah. With Bill
1: yeah I have seen that and yes, but I want Jamie's version. I think it sounds
4: like a better. All right. I mean, hey, the people have spoken are making in a Christmas horror movie. Yay! <laughs> and it, it's gonna be bloody as fuck, too, so... Yes, please. <laughs> Borderline
2: 17
3: blood. <laughs> yes,
1: bloody as fuck. Uh, well, my um, kill I think
3: it's going first... to be um, oh, go Stevie, because in the fire pit at the end, because I think it's oh. a really beautiful shot, oh, yeah. and I love it that you get to see is. all the demons come out to play.
1: Yeah. I agree. That's a that's a good feel.
4: It is nothing quite says the holidays like when all the demons and ghouls get together.
1: Yes. And and what I appreciate about that too, when he's falling into hell, like it, it definitely has like an homage to Die Hard. You know, like, <laughs> have, like the the slow mo, you know, falling. <sighs> And, which is a Christmas, which yeah. is a, you know, Die Hard is a Christmas movie, like it is. It
4: sure is, yeah.
1: <laughs> and I kind of felt like they tried to kind of like, go like, hey, even though Klaus is a villain, we're going to have, you know, our lead actor basically do the same fall. But yep. I love that.
3: It's like a wink, wink, nod, nod. Yeah.
1: Um, For me, I think I was trying, you know, I was like, it was a hard one, but for me, I think it was the... Um, I don't know what, what exactly it was but you know the the toys sort of attacked the family like in the attic and stuff but maybe she was an angel or maybe she was a bird woman when mm-hmm. when they when they shoot her with a shotgun and she flies up into the reefs and kind of hangs there for a second and then drops you know after they kill her like I thought uh-huh. that was pretty pretty amazing
3: That's
4: cool Yeah I'm kind- Um, I actually really like when the, um, I really like when the evil teddy bear gets it. So first Mm. she like pulls an icicle, stabs it in the eye, but then it comes back and you know, it gets blasted in the head, which is pretty great. I also like, um, it doesn't necessarily show him get like, killed, right? But I do really like when the kid like, goes for the um, gingerbread cookie, that's like hanging in the chimney. And he just goes for it, and he, like, takes a bite out of it, and then it's, like, alive, and then everybody's up in the chimney. Like, that's a lot of fun, too. Yeah. I love
3: that scene, Jamie, because it's, like, how Me he too. takes a bite of the gingerbread man, and he just, like, has this delayed reaction to being taken a bite out of. And then, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: And and then he's like, he gets kiss. Ah! Yeah, yeah. And he's yeah. mad. <laughs>
4: And then he's like, you know, like uh tying him up with the chain and it's really like cartoony and fun and everybody gets pulled up the chimney and Tony Collette, who just gives like wonderful face, right? You know, yeah. she sees the gingerbread cookie. It's great. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. And that, like, that tug of war is kind of brilliant. Like, with, yeah, it goes on for a little bit, but it's so great. With going up and coming back and then losing the kid. (laughs) It's great. Yeah.
4: And then the shoe falls down at the end. Great scene.
3: (laughs) And I love that when the the gingerbread men enter um, through the chimney, they're like lower down, attached um, to a hook. And that one felt like, oh, are the Cenobites coming for you? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But, um, fun fact: That is um, the hooks were an homage to um, meat hook, which is an Icelandic um, legend where um, he carries the dude carries a meat hook with him and is lowered down chimneys in order to steal meats uh, that were oh. smoking in the fire for Christmas. I oh, I know that. See, oh. at, hide, your hide your meats. Very edu- meats.
1: This is a very educational episode.
3: Yeah, well, see, I love on. this one because because there are so many. Um, there's so, Krampus has such a deep history and folklore.
1: Right. because mm-hmm. is, yeah. like, is it originally German?
3: Yeah. It's like Austrian.
1: Austrian. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, hey, uh, Jesse, if you're yeah. available, you want to pop on and tell oh, us your, your personal um, history to Krampus?
0: Uh yeah, absolutely. Uh so uh, oh. um I um studied abroad and lived in Austria for about nine months back in two thousand five, two thousand six. And um the whole Krampus lore is is basically um this idea that the the lore was kind of invented to kind of keep kids in line, kind of thing. So mm-hmm. and it's it's kinda of, it's kind of hilarious when you think about how American culture is so hell bent on quote-unquote, protecting children at all costs with their stories, with their, you know, with movie ratings and TV rate like, like, with it's just absolutely, like, we just need to shelter the kids and make sure that absolutely nothing, you know, damaging or whatever happens to them. Whereas overseas, in Austria, it's just like, okay, look, um, we understand <laughs> that you're kids and everything, and we know you have the propensity to act up, but if you do, there's this demon that comes around and yeah. he's going to kidnap you, and then you're screwed. So, yeah. <laughs> and, like, when nice. I was... Yeah. <laughs> so, when I was actually living there, uh, during, like, this tiny little time window, I, I went home for the holiday, so I didn't get to see you know, for too long. but And I didn't get to see the parade, because I went home before that. But... There were days where I'm just walking home from the university and there were just people just in full-on Krampus gear just just walking among the people. They weren't even necessarily... Nobody was even really paying them any mind. It was just like, that's just another person. Oh, that's a Krampus. Like That's, that's what <laughs> we do here. Yeah, exactly. And they had, they had a cat of nine tails and they're like whipping the ground or they had reeds and that. Yeah, it was pretty freaky if you had no idea what that was. You're like, what the <laughs> fuck is this? But, yeah.
4: I anyway. love that people were just just... just like oh yeah it's just a krampus totally you know from a couple doors down yeah Yeah. it
0: it just just as common as it would be for you to dress up on halloween and like like if it was halloween and you were going to a party and you say maybe took public transit and you just saw people on the streets just dressed (laughs) weirdly like oh it's halloween like you wouldn't think Mm -hmm. twice about it just like that it's just as you know accepted but yeah anyway that's awesome
3: thank you jesse Well, I have another Austrian friend who's been gone for quite a while, but she told me her experiences with Krampus growing up and she basically described it, you know, now that it's year 2000 and stuff, you know, it's not, no longer 1900. So this more, it's more of a fun legend than a scary legend like it used to be. But she's like, "Yeah, Krampus not happens on the fifth of December, and that's the night before the feast of Saint Nicholas. And then on the sixth, the kids wake up to find if they've been good or bad. And the tradition, as she described it, was um, you leave a pair of your shoes out for someone to visit you on December fifth. Mm. And whether or not it's going to be Krampus or Saint Nicholas, you don't know until you wake up the next morning. And either you find like a little toy." Or something in the shoe or or a lump of coal. And hopefully um you don't get dragged to hell. <laughs>
2: <laughs> because not. you know,
3: you know, the old timey legend is, you know, Krampus will come wearing chains and bells and carries a basket of birch branches, um, or he thrashes the naughty children. <laughs> As a punishment for their bad behavior throughout the year, and if they're particularly naughty, he'll put them in his basket, and he'll either take them uh, down to the fires of hell, drown them, or eat them.
2: Mm. Oh
4: wow,
3: those are some right? options.
4: I don't even know which one I would.
3: Choose. I don't. I guess hell. Oh, I don't know. Which made me think: um, Do because this is the first legend where like naughty children get eaten. Hmm. Do um. Naughty children taste better than the good children. Are they like more tender? <laughs> yeah. No, that's a real question.
4: They're, they're spicy. They got a little spice to them.
1: They taste like bacon. I don't know. I don't know.
3: <laughs> they got a little kick. Got a little mm-hmm. kick to them. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So that's that's how it was described by someone who grew up um with the uh folklore in their home actively in the Region.
1: It's interesting, like, so they don't do Christmas on Christmas Day. It's the fifth and sixth?
3: Well, this is more like to clear out the bad kids.
1: Oh, okay. Okay. Okay.
3: Yeah, they, they do do their Christmas Day thing, but yeah, the night of the 5th, which is the day after my birthday, so I love this.
2: Right. I love this. <laughs> the 5th
3: is the day after my birthday. It's my brother-in-law's birthday, too, the 5th is. And yeah, so I always like to celebrate my birthday and shot on the same day.
1: Can I ask you this, Summer? Yeah. How many, yes. how many How many lumps of coal have you gotten in your shoes over the years?
3: You know, my parents, while <laughs> them should have been okay. a lot. <laughs> While my parents never actively threatened me with Krampus, this was never like a thing in our house. There was another folklore le- uh, legend that my dad would talk about. And I forgot what country it's from, but that was Black Peter. Oh, and, right. Black Peter. Yeah. Right. And Black Peter would also leave you cold. Oh. Yeah. And
1: I yes. and it's interesting that it, it's bled over to like the American Santa Claus. Like, if you're bad, you get coal. Like, yeah. you know what I mean, like it's it's sort of
3: or get dragged to hell, eaten <laughs> alive.
1: Well, yeah. I don't. Santa doesn't do that. He just gives you coal if you're a bad kid. Right.
3: <laughs> right. <laughs> See, Black Peter looks like it's from Amsterdam. Okay. Nice.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Yes, but yeah, my dad would always talk about Black Peter's gonna come and get me nice so i grew up with the black peter legend in my home and so i had to be good you know but no i was i was a pretty bad kid so <laughs> Oh, i don't think it worked <laughs> i deserved a lot more cold than i got that's for sure <laughs> did you guys grow up knowing about krampus or anything like that
4: not really i, mm. I did not grow up with that story nope Nope.
1: No, I grew up in a trailer park, so it was more like Daddy doesn't have a job, so there'll be no Christmas. <laughs> oh
3: no! <laughs> oh baby!
2: <Aww. laughs>
1: but you had
3: the chickens that you were scared to go out yeah, and feed. That's right. So
1: we had, <laughs> we, we had fresh eggs. So <laughs> Merry, Merry Christmas. Here's an egg, kid.
3: Oh <clears throat> my gosh! I have a question for you guys. Um, we already kind of talked about the kill creativity in our little, um toys yes so you have like a favorite toy in this movie um i think
4: i, I think i like the um i kind of like the christmas angel bird lady thing
3: kind of reminds fun. me of
4: doll yeah. yes i liked her a lot because i thought like a of doll. you summer yeah i thought of you i thought you would like it <laughs> i
2: do yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> i i liked the jack-in-the-box like his mouth was very you know where he could predatory. like predatory, sw- yeah, mm-hmm. predatory and swallow people whole and stuff it was pretty amazing.
3: He also kind of reminded me of a glowworm. <laughs> like, yeah. Do, you, yeah, do you remember that toy? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> you have a sister, I do, had um,
1: too. So they both got that one year,
3: <laughs> right? It kind of reminded me of a like a cross between a jack in the box, the predator clown, mm-hmm. and a glowworm, yeah. So I literally wrote Gl- glowworm, predator, clown, jack in the box, and my description <laughs> here. Um, we had like a snowworm, we had the teddy bear, um,
2: mm-hmm.
3: we had a robot and the gingerbread men, which to me were like very Shrek-y.
1: Yes. Very. Yeah,
3: totally. Mm-hmm. Right. I I think I like the teddy bear best, actually. Um, kind of reminds me of my scare bear, actually. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. The, the scare bear brand of bears—they're like ripping their faces off. It's amazing. I think I've seen those before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I do have a gingerbread man Christmas ornament from Hornaments, which looks just oh. like this gingerbread man, and he's one of my favorites.
1: Oh, very nice. Classic,
3: yeah. Yeah, it's, he's very cute. I have him. I always have him like to the front of the tree, just facing out, so people can easily see. Oh, a ginger. Oh, a gingerbread oh, man with teeth. He's <laughs> looking. Yes. I I have so many horror Christmas ornaments now. My hobby is to, like, sprinkle them out throughout, like, the angels and the other things I have on the tree. You know, your traditional Christmas stuff, and then you'll see, like, a ghost face in there. (laughs) Or um, a sleepaway camp um, one. Or um, evil elves. I got some evil elves, which, like, was, like, horns and stuff and and teeth. Um, I I got a Krampus.
2: Yeah, um, I feel like,
3: I, I,
1: feel like I, need, I feel like I need a Krampus topper. That's what I need to find. That would be so oh. yeah. yeah.
3: I think I Henry that. might draw the line with that. I know that.
1: No. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> no. like red-eyed Krampus topper. That's what I need. Mm-hmm. This,
2: my favorite,
3: my most favorite Christmas ornament, though it really is, is I have just like the bell in the movie. I have a Christmas ornament bell. Nice. Does it say Krampus on it? Uh huh.
0: Nice! Yes. It, it has yeah.
3: all three words that translate to greetings from Krampus.
2: Yeah. So That's it's awesome. Yeah, yeah that's it's a, a replica.
3: Yeah, it's a replica and I love it so much. And I actually have two. I have like a baby one that's maybe like the size of a quarter. And then I've got a full-sized one that looks like a silver dollar type diameter. Nice. Oh! And so you do
4: actually own like, yeah. a, there is a prop kind of from the movie yeah. that you do them. Yeah. yeah. Nice. So I, had, I had to pick a new prop because
3: I already have yeah. that one. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, so it's, it's It really is my favorite Christmas ornament And it rings, there's an actual bell inside of it too So it's great
2: an, e- yeah. an evil bell
3: <laughs> yes. yes I told you, team Krampus, man
2: <laughs>
3: Team Krampus Yes <laughs> Fashion moment
0: Young, hot And an attitude that says, who cares It's only fashion That Hansel's so hot right now. Mm. Okay.
4: This one was a little tricky for me. I'll go go while you guys think. Uh, Yeah.
3: Mm -hmm. Mine is Rosie the dog at the end in her little elf costume.
4: Oh, it is really cute.
3: So cute. I didn't even think of that.
4: I yeah. think I like uh I think I like Aunt Um I think Aunt Linda. She has a variety of Christmas sweaters that are pretty bad. And I will say she has a penguin one that I kind of like. So uh, that's gonna be my fashion moment.
3: Okay. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, I like that one.
1: And mine's gonna be like so so cliche, but it's like mine's Krampus.
3: <laughs> it is a good, uh, it is a good look. It's his so wardrobe. Good
1: it's so good he's got a hood he's got like Mm -hmm. chains you know it's like it's kind of like if I went to like a rock and roll show I've seen that guy before you know what I mean like a heavy metal (laughs) rock band
3: now um Billy do you recall because I don't um did this Krampus have the sack of switches on his back or was he too active to be carrying that around
1: I don't remember seeing switches on his back.
3: Yeah, Me I don't think so either. Because you yeah. know, traditionally he has the branch yeah. branches,
2: but right.
3: I, he's he's like running around. They don't. She- I, I would say that they, they don't
1: show too much of him during this movie. You know what I mean? They they, don't. Keep, they keep it very silhouetted and
3: mm-hmm.
1: sort of mysterious.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, best hair.
0: This doesn't concern you, Lafleur. Not nearly as much as your hair does. That's for sure.
3: This one was hard for me.
4: <laughs> this one was really hard for me. None of the hair stuck out too much to me. I guess I kind of like the daughter Beth's hair because it was pretty. It's kind of like nice. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like
3: wavy. It's pretty. I picked um, Tom, Adam Scott's hair because it was like spiky and it kind of reminded me of all the boys that we were like crushing on in eighth grade. <laughs> I didn't right. you know 25 years ago <laughs>
2: uh,
3: that look in 1997 that everybody had where it was just like spiky I was kind of questioned on him in this movie too so it all makes sense now oh he's yeah. super dreamy he's super I, handsome uh,
1: for sure I think for me it's like um, Howard Jr
2: <laughs> <laughs> the curls like the curls yeah.
1: and it's like the, a terrible cut but like it's just like the perfect like you know, he's like the perfect foil for, you know, being made fun of.
3: Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. Agreed. Okay. Prop we would like to own.
1: Oh my god. That was that was so hard. There's so many. In my estimation. I look-
4: have a I have a list. Yeah, they're they're good.
1: <laughs> yeah, let me let me look through my notes because I want to get okay. this right.
3: Well, I'll let Jamie go.
4: All right. Um, so I have a couple runners up, but um, I did like the little Krampus Bell. I, I think mm-hmm. that would be really nice to have on a tree as you do in summer.
3: Yeah. Um try, I also, I'm gonna try to find you one. Yeah. I yeah. also
4: really liked um, I really liked the little advent calendar just because yeah. it was really pretty and I'm a fan of advent calendars and some of the little doors when you opened it up, it was a little creepy. Like there was kind of a creepy snowman in it, and I kind of dug that.
2: Yeah, so I'm advent- going yeah, yeah,
4: Advent calendar way up there. But I think above all things, because it was just, like, really bad, Um, I really like their, like, awful family Christmas photo at the beginning. Like, <laughs> she, she hangs it up on the wall, and she's, like, she's looking at it, and it's kind of unfortunate. The Santa's, like, looking at the daughter, and, and nobody's really, like, smiling at the same time. Like, I, I would want that and just, like, hanging up on my wall with my, like, family Christmas <laughs> family
1: photos. <laughs> yes. Yes, so good.
3: And
4: then if somebody (laughs) recognized it and was like, oh, hey, Krampus, I'd be like, all right, you're you're welcome in. Come on in to the Christmas party.
1: (laughs) We can be friends. (laughs) Yes. Santa, Santa's even creepier than Krampus.
4: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yep.
1: (laughs) I think, I think for me, like I had the advent calendar, like I love, I love that too. Like it's creepy and dark, but like still, you know, has that Christmas quality. But I think for me, even though you don't see too much of it is when the daughter, you know, hides under the, the, the car when she goes out looking, you know, to go to her boyfriends and all of a sudden the jack in the box kind of shows up and it's that wooden, it's like a very, like, feels like a, you know, a jack in the box from eighteen hundreds. I was like, Oh, I'd love to have that. That was so great. Well, even though you don't see what the jack in the box what but just the the style of it i was like oh that's so creepy and great and yeah. it's
4: great when it stops you know and then there's that tense moment of like what's going to pop out of it a jack in the box obviously but it's not going right. to be good
1: right right it's going
3: right. to be scary
4: but yeah, it yes. was
3: really cool yep. yep yep um i would like i'm i'm torn um, I really would like that crazy doll thing. I like a lot of gore in this movie, per se. But I will
4: say that when... Um, I will say that when... Oh, my gosh. What was the uncle's name? When he got bit, that bite Harold. looked really gnarly. Uh-huh. Yes, Harold. Yeah. He looked The bite mm-hmm. looked really gnarly and good.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Very true. I
4: yeah. like a good chomped-up leg, so I did like that.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and... And for your teddy bear summer, like when, when the teddy bear got shot with a shotgun and it like kind of oh, topped, yeah. the, the brain kind of got blown away. That was fantastic.
3: Uh-huh. <laughs> no, it was good. It was good. And one more note about the snow. Um, the snow was actually made from diaper material. Really? really? Yeah. Like, wait,
4: so like, like diaper material? Are they like shredded up diapers? Or? Yeah, Yeah, like the inside of a
3: diaper, of a disposable diaper. Wow. wow. So that's how they got their fluffy snow. <laughs>
2: I have
4: to make a note of that since it doesn't snow here very often, <laughs> and now I know how to make a winter wonderland in my own yard. <laughs> or, or like around your Christmas tree. Exactly. <laughs> just, just rip up a bunch of diapers.
1: Just no, just put a diaper in your blender,
4: and <laughs> yeah, just pour it out. Yeah.
1: A hundred diapers later, you have enough snow for your tree. It's gonna be exactly. Great.
3: <laughs> yes. yes. It, that, you can make your own flocking. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a white Christmas in Tucson. Oh,
2: um,
3: cinematography. Yeah. I loved, like,
4: the bluish kind of tones in this movie. Like, the very bluish kind of stormy, like, tones to it a lot. Yep. Mm -hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Really? I mean, I I liked it a lot, but again, I think. And I don't know if it was purposeful or if it was just like a budget thing, or I don't know what it was, but I just, I liked that they sort of tried to make it like a Lifetime movie. Like, uh-huh. you know what I mean? Like it had a very like family channel Lifetime uh-huh. kind of vibe. And I, I loved it. It was great. We all
3: know I'm a sucker for those. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. It had a,
1: you know, coming, coming from a, a TV show that I did on uh, CBS, uh, it had a very kind of 90s like family friendly vibe that i thought was kind of hilarious
3: yeah <laughs> you know. Oh, my gosh. Side note, guys, because Billy mentioned it. You know which um, 90s family-friendly TV show I'm on my binge now on? Oh, <laughs> God.
1: met me so many Do- things. Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman?
3: No, oh, I never liked that one. My <laughs> mom's favorite. <laughs> but, okay, so I went through pretty much the entire C- CBS lineup already.
1: <laughs> oh, God. I feel I, so I, bad for you.
3: <laughs> I knocked those out early in quarantine. You know, we're in... You know, November, December now. I, I killed those in like April. Um, I'm doing two at the same time. I'm doing Providence, <laughs> which was NBC, right? Yeah, Yes. Yeah. And this little known one I actually found on bootleg DVD from some seller. And so I uploaded them to my computer and it's, um, that's life. Have you guys seen that one? Oh, that's
1: life. I remember that. No, I
3: had a very, (laughs) I had a Danielle Harris in it. She was a regular. (laughs) <laughs>
2: oh mm-hmm.
3: and um wait life. what is it called that, that life? is life that's life oh. that's
1: life yeah that's and
3: life. Um, that's De- life. i thought you said bats life and yeah. i was like that sounds fun <laughs> family no, about- it had like debbie Mazer in it she's hilarious and then um <laughs> heather page kent who's now a real housewife i don't know oh. of which line yes but um, no, I'm, I love that show so much. And that was like one of my early Daniel Harris experiences that was outside of the horror realm. Mm-hmm. And oh. so I'm, I'm binging that and I'm binging Providence.
1: Man, that is yep. so sad.
3: Um, <laughs> so in between my horror stuff, <laughs> this is what happens when all your restaurants close down again. <laughs> is it, isn't,
1: not isn't Providence like the notebook of like a TV series? <laughs> Or no? Or is it like a doctor a doctor show? I don't remember what it was.
3: It's a doctor show. Doctor
2: show, yeah. But it's a family
3: doctor show. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's more of a it's like early edition meets (laughs) Chicago Hope.
1: (laughs) Which by the way, is the worst pitch I've ever heard in Hollywood.
2: (laughs) and yet it ran for several years (laughs) yeah it did
1: i actually i auditioned several times for that's life i did like it's very you did really i i did yes i did not ever book anything but i still waiting for the
2: call
1: yeah i'm still waiting
3: Oh, yeah, no, so, I mean, I'm I'm doing that one now. It's like, yeah, that, that's my jam now, man. Uh,
1: nice. You're, okay. you're, you're going, like, this is, like, B-sides of the 90s fucking shows, man. You're, you're yeah. Deep, deep cuts.
4: <laughs> I, like, I like that you had to get it on a, like, bootleg, too. Yeah.
1: Well, well, yeah,
3: well, Providence was only released, season one was only released on DVD. Yeah. So, you know, you got to get what you can get. If they had released it officially, I would have bought it officially. Um, I'm not the per- type of person that will buy a bootleg if the original is available. Right. Yeah. But, but if s- it's not, what can you do? But
1: sometimes yeah, yeah sometimes you just got to go to that, that China bootleg. Hell yeah. Exactly. Mm,
3: right. <laughs> These ones actually all came from England. Oh damn. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, Billy, I don't know if this is fact or not, but um, <laughs> the composer of Providence was he the composer of Early Edition? Because it sounded exactly the same. Um,
1: I, you know what? I do. I do not know, but I. I would not. I wouldn't doubt it.
3: I mean, I'm telling you. I mean, I know this guy. I can pick out his work, um, for the most part. He did Felicity. He did um, mm-hmm. Snuffy Walden. He did that. The Billy Campbell Show with Ward, um Ward. Once right. and again, he, and all of his stuff sounds like exactly the same as far as TV goes. And I'm like, this sounds like early edition. <laughs> I was like, and I was like, is this a CBS show? I'm like, no, I think this was NBC. <laughs> yeah.
1: He was working, he was working large from like 93 to 97. Like,
3: Yeah, so that's, that's what I am currently binging in between my horror um, homework. I'm doing the. I'm, nice. I'm on to the NBC. It's not nineties now. <laughs> I finished CBS. Now I'm on NBC. Wow. <laughs> yeah, but I need to. I need to do my, my homework on that composer. Because like, this sounds like your show, Billy. <laughs> yeah, I bet. I'm sure it was. I'm sure it was. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because like all of his stuff sounds exactly alike, and mm-hmm. was, at least for this type of drama, because he did other things that don't sound like this, but for this type of drama, they all sound.
1: The same, oh,
3: like. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, this sounds like a early edition. <laughs> damn, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Okay. Um, Yeah, cinematography. All good. Love it. I like the scene where Krampus is jumping on the roof.
1: Yeah, very oh, yeah. much. Mm-hmm. His breath and, coming out and all oh, that yeah. stuff is so good.
4: Oh, Yeah. I, I like at the end too, where it gets kind of like dreamy oh, and foggy, you know, because they're like the they look like a snow globe. Like uh-huh, I, yeah, I really like yeah. that too.
3: hmm I like that. I love the um I we already said I love the the layer at the end and that whole yeah. scene is the most beautiful scene in the entire movie, I think.
1: Well, mm-hmm. I th- I think like the other thing for me is like the animation part mm-hmm. with the grand okay. the grandmother story. Like it's like that. it's just yeah. nice. Like, it's weird in a movie to, like, go to something that's kind of, like, artistic like that. Especially when it's, like, a Lifetime Family Channel movie. And then all of a sudden you're in this kind of dark, animated world. Like, it's so great.
3: Oh, it's gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that that was, like, stop motion, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's another horror movie that did that is, like, a storytelling device to go back in time to say, well, this is what happened when I was a kid. But I forgot what it was.
1: Yeah. it was. It was – I think that was, like, for me, like – one of the best moments in the movie like when you know because you knew grandma knew some shit like from the uh-huh. beginning oh, yeah. right she didn't yep. speak she didn't speak english you know she's like from the old country you know she knew some shit and then like you're like oh okay cool she's the one that kind of started the Krampus m- movement in this family you know yep.
4: Uh, yep yep and i i gotta say too like i love that she's an omi because i grew up with an oma because like my family's dutch so Omi is just like a like a shortened version of Oma, kind of. They're interchangeable. So Mm -hmm. I was like, Omi! Oh my god, Omis and Omas are the best. Yeah. Yeah. My my didn't summon a Krampus or anything, which would have been really cool. But still, (laughs) cool. Cool that there's an (laughs) Omi.
3: Yes. I love it that that's her name. Like in the credits, like that's the character name. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah, yeah. You
3: know, she doesn't have a name like Aunt Dorothy. She's she's Omi.
1: Omi, yeah,
3: yeah. Yep. Okay, so music.
2: Mm. Um,
3: let, let's talk about the beginning of the music um, where they're playing, you know, you better watch out over like a Black Friday type scenario.
2: Yeah. <laughs> that the was opening,
3: great. The opening sequence in general is really fun. Yeah. I love yeah. the opening.
1: Yeah, the, the just the people fighting for Christmas. Like it's so good in slow motion yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Like Black Friday or whatever that is. Like it's right. so it's so great.
3: And it's mm-hmm. so American because this isn't mm-hmm. an American film. Mm-hmm. You know, this is a New Zealand film. Right. And, and so, but it's such an American thing to do. <laughs> it
1: is. Like, have you have you guys ever gone out like on a Black Friday or, or shopping and had to at, and do that? Like, I've never dealt with like I've never fought over toys no. or.
2: Things
4: I'm like, I've never <laughs> done it. No, I, I've worked. I've worked a Black Friday at the mall. I was oh, a yeah. barista in a Seattle's best inside of borders So like that was crazy. But no, I've never participated. Hell no.
1: Yeah, I mean I know it happens, but I've just never seen that. But
3: <laughs> I've seen it on the news and stuff. Um, yeah. I I was never the one that wants to be there first at four o'clock in the morning. And now now it's no like the, now it's. Thanksgiving evening but mm-hmm. yeah. when I was a kid you know the door stores open at 4am and stuff and sometimes my mom would go at the crack of dawn to buy something special that she really really wanted um but as an adult I've never cared that much um pretty much what I want isn't really ever on sale yeah for mm-hmm. Black Friday or not a very good sale at least and I never had a lot of money to spend anyway. So I was like whatever. But now I'm a Cyber Monday kind of girl because I don't like to leave the house. Yeah, I like the Cyber Monday stuff. Like sometimes I will I will
4: get stuff on there, but you know, thankfully there's not like a live chat room or anything with people like fighting with each
2: other yeah. you know, for Cyber Monday. But no,
4: I've never I've seen I've seen from I've seen from behind, you know, the barista counter, I've seen people in a on Black Friday, and that was like enough for me that was insane no.
2: yeah
3: mm-hmm. no
1: no <laughs> i mean fighting over ni- cof- fighting over ni- coffee fighting flying over <laughs> yeah
3: <laughs> if i was in about to get into a fight over a, an item on a black friday sale i was like please take it i don't want it that badly like yeah I, I wouldn't i wouldn't fight so much for it I, yeah take this tv and just go i don't care i
2: just don't yeah care. yeah
3: i'll find another tv um, on Cyber Monday for you and I'm sure.
2: Exactly.
1: <laughs> yeah. Or afterwards, it's a, it'll be on sale after Christmas. like it's right. It's yeah.
4: Fun. Right.
1: Yeah. but the opening summer so, like- is is amazing.
4: Oh, it's so good. So yeah. Good. And I really like throughout the movie, there's like um the music is nice. Sometimes it's kind of like uh kind of like underspoken, but there's like beautiful string instruments and flute yeah. and kind of blustery, windy kind of sounds when the storm is picking up. I really like the music as that's happening. So yeah, the music yeah. is nice throughout.
1: And I like to see like the first half or first quarter is like, you know, Christmas. Like, it it just stays in that Christmas vacation Mm -hmm. world where it's, like, light and, you know, even though, like, the family's fucked up, but, like, the music stays in this kind of, like, upbeat Christmas holiday Mm -hmm. spirit, you know, and then once the stuff starts happening, it, like, gets a little darker. It's great. I think it's fantastic.
3: Yeah. And I really love, like, the compositions um, by Douglas Pipes. He did also Trick or Treat and Monster House and oh. 2017's The Babysitter. But I love the score because it's like an ominous fantasy score. Yeah. yeah, it is. With, you know, we have, you know, the howling wind and the hooves on the roof and the chains mm-hmm. and the animal skin drums and the chants and the different tongues. And I just, I loved it all. Yeah. I loved yeah. it all. And the Christmas carols, uh, they all had this eerie feel to them. Mm-hmm, they also mm-hmm. had, you know. All those sounds underneath. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's
3: nice. I love it. I love it so much. It's one of it's one of my favorite Christmas scores. I mean, I think. It is really pretty. It's nice. And yeah, it does get like darker and I Mm -hmm. like all the yeah, it's good stuff. I like all the
4: sound effects in there.
3: Yeah, I don't know, Jamie. After we talked about Sound Dislay, I think that's going to be my new favorite Christmas though.
4: (laughs) I mean
3: (laughs) I really want that album. (laughs) We had fun.
4: <laughs> what was the name of the one band? Um,
3: Machine Gun Fellatio? Yep. Was that it? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Man. Christmas. <laughs> so yeah.
1: Christmas. So
3: yeah. <laughs> Philly, get this. Santa's Sleigh from, what was it, 2005? Uh-huh. Had music by bands called the Ranger Sisters, the Gore Girls, and, yeah, Machine Gun Fellatio. Man. Yep. Yep.
1: I gotta Oops. get that gotta get that record. Right.
3: Yeah. The songs <laughs> titled Fatal Dradel <laughs> Working for Santa. Don't cry. Christmas in Detroit and Pussy Town. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh,
2: yep. Uh, it's a I'm good gonna, album.
1: <laughs> I'm not gonna say anything. I'm just stopping. I can't say.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Can we do some epic lines now?
1: Yes, this is going to be totally epic.
3: Oh yeah. Okay, I'll let <laughs> you all go first.
1: There's so. By the way, there's so many. So many. Fu- fucking Aunt Dorothy. Ha- literally, like every line is a epic line from her.
3: Yeah, it is. It like, is. It's, yeah. It's
1: ridiculous. Um, Jamie, if you want to go, I'm going to look over my notes and kind of yeah pick a couple.
3: Okay. Well,
4: um, it's true. Um, all of our all of her lines are the best lines, and so my epic line is um. Oni says something in German, right? And then our awesome aunt says, she says we're fucked. And the kid <laughs> says, the kid basically says, how do you know that? And she says, uh, cause I'm old enough to know when life is coming at you with his pants down.
2: Uh-huh. Can't we make him go away?
1: Oh, Kinder. This, this
0: <laughs> What's she saying?
1: I'm not sure. She says we're fucked. Because you- I'm old enough to know when life is coming at you with his pants down.
4: So that's my favorite. <laughs> I do also like when the son, in the be- very beginning, after he gets into the fight, you know, with the kid who said, like, Christmas isn't real or whatever. He says, okay, that was not my fault. I was under the influence. All I had to eat was Christmas fudge and candy canes."
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah.
3: <laughs> <clears throat> All right. Um, I'll go next. Okay, so I have an honorable mention. Yeah. Um and this is coming from working in years and years of retail. And that is and Dorothy, of course, when she says yeah. it looks like Martha Stewart threw up in here. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> Lord almighty. Such looks like Martha Stewart threw up in here.
3: Cause I would come to work at Starbucks on like November 5th. And it looked like Martha Stewart came and threw up Christmas all over the place.
2: <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. Okay. And the same thing with like, oh, it was even worse than like the retail stores and the grocery stores. Those was even worse because that started happening in October. Yeah. They play the Christmas music so early. Yeah. yeah. You, you know, um. I, I really enjoy Christmas music. So, yes. But it looks like Martha Stewart threw up in here is one of my lines for sure. But my most epic line is my life philosophy. And I've actually said this in life even before this movie ever came out. And that was, I never liked kids, even when I was one. Aunt
2: Dorothy, will you keep an eye on them?
1: Why me? I never liked kids, even when
2: I was one.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Which is true. When I was like 15 years old, I was hanging out with 25, 30 year olds. And they were showing me, they were teaching me stuff. Like, you know, like mentoring, like the theater world and stuff like that. So... Um, I was like in a professional environment with all these older people and learning from them. And then, but I love how she goes on to say, "Okay, fine, I'm going to teach you how to make peppermint
2: schnapps." Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> Which is definitely something I would do if I was forced to be around the littles. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. Come on, guys! I'm going to teach you how to make peppermint schnapps.
3: Yep. hmm Nice. How about Billy?
1: So, I have a couple honorable mentions, and I'll give you my my light. So, uh, when Aunt Dorothy, when they sit down to dinner, she says, who doesn't make a ham for Christmas? What are you now, some kind of Jew?
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yep. Who doesn't make a ham at Christmas? What are you now, a Jew?
2: I laughed <laughs> out loud so hard. I was, yeah.
1: like, I was like, oh my God. And then... Colette's face, her, her face is so great. Like, she's just mm-hmm. like, fuck you, bitch. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then Harold, remember what it's like? It's before all the madness, but um, he's like hungry and he goes to the, the refrigerator and he opens it up and and he opens up and he says, and no food. And then Tony Colette goes, like, yeah, but there's leftovers. And he goes, beer it is.
2: Yep. I almost went <laughs> that
1: down too. It's <laughs> like, so funny. I was like, that's <laughs> totally <laughs> me. That is totally me but um i think my favorite my favorite line is after kind of all the the madness and they're you know the kid got dragged up the chimney and and he fought the 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 gingerbread man in the in the kitchen and they're trying to figure out like what's going on uh you know um he he says honey i just got my ass kicked by a bunch of christmas cookies so trust me when i say i can take it <laughs> <laughs>
0: Honey, I just got my ass kicked by a bunch of Christmas cookies. So trust me when I say I can take it. And yep. he's
1: a fuck and he's a genius. Like he's Oh comedian. yeah. Like he's oh, a comedic. Yeah. Like he's one of my heroes as a comedic genius. Like he I is so, so funny. funny. God, he is so good.
3: Yep. We'll definitely be talking a lot about him, because he's my favorite. Aside from Ann Dorothy, he's my yes. favorite last member. For show. yeah yeah has a great cast yeah oh uh,
1: the cast is like it's it's kind of like a super cat you know it's like a. Super, it
4: is
1: you know it's like it's so good i mean and tony collette who is like in my opinion one of the best like dramatic actresses in the last 30 years i totally now, agree it, is doing this kind of campy movie mm-hmm. is just like kind of incredible like it's it's uh, insane but i mean she's I really love her. good at
3: camp i mean have you guys mm-hmm. seen connie and carla Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah,
1: Connie and Carla. She's yes. fantastic in it. She's so but she's good like, at camp. But people think of her as like a serious actress, uh-huh. and then you know she's in this. She sort can of, do it all. You know, yeah, yep. She can do it all. She's I mean, she's especially
3: so with gets you know the best like face. Yeah, like with the hereditary stuff. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then Fright Night. Yes. And, um, the Sixth Sense. Those were more yeah. serious, and then right. you know she did, like I said, Connie and Carla, which I love because I'm a musical dork. Mm-hmm. And then Tammy right. and Little yeah. Miss Sunshine. So, yeah. Yeah. Velvet, Velvet Goldmine, she was in that uh-huh.
1: one. Uh-huh. Yeah. And yes. can
3: I say that she always kills it with her American accent?
1: Yeah, she always. It's, yeah. She it's, does. It's, it's like I you think never think about it.
4: No, no, never.
3: And I can almost always tell when somebody is putting it on, especially when they're from Australia, Ireland, or England, yeah. where I'm like, I can hear it in their vowels. Uh huh. Right. Every now and then. But I don't think I've ever heard a hint of her American accent right. in anything. And when That's I finally so awesome. heard her talk, like really talk.
1: Yeah, you're like, oh, you're like
3: what?
1: wait, what? Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah. You're wait Australian. Wait a
3: minute.
1: Like, you're really Australian. <laughs>
3: Yeah, like super Australian. No,
4: she's like the best. I, I really adore her. She's one of my favorite actresses. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice.
3: I actually, I mean, she's a lot of my friend's favorite. Um, so much so that my, my dear friend, Christopher, um, I worked with him in Paisano's as well. And he hates horror. He hates horror so much. He doesn't like to hear the word horror. It freaks him out. Really, but he'll see anything that Tony Collette is in because she's like his hero.
1: Oh, nice.
3: Okay, so when Hereditary came out... Yeah. Had to watch it. He's like, hey, you want to go with me? And I said, of course. Yeah, of mm-hmm. Uh Yeah, anything to get you to watch a scary movie. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I have to be there to see this. And so um, we went to the theater around the corner from my apartment before going to work one day and watched a, some Hereditary. And I'm not a fan of Hereditary. I found it very boring.
1: Yeah, it's pretty boring. Yeah. To, yeah.
3: And then people are like, oh, it's the scariest movie ever, right? Yeah. But yeah. to prove my point on how boring it is, this man who can't do horror said, that's it. <laughs> He basically looks over at me and is like, that was easy. Like, what? And so I'm like, see, I told you you could do it. It's not that bad. I was going to say, was that like an excuse for you to take him to more like horror movies? Because they're like, you saw
4: Hereditary. It wasn't that bad. Come on. You got this. I
3: tried to have him watch like Sleepaway Camp with me because that one's really tame also. Yeah. You know, but no, Mm -hmm. he's like, no, 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 no. So we settled for watching 90210 together. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Which, by the way, it's the, the scariest horror film ever made.
3: <laughs> Especially towards the end. So,
1: Tori Spelling? Frightening.
3: <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, so we settled for watching that together. We just would drink, like, a bottle of wine and watch Nino <laughs> all the time. Nice. But, yeah, I miss my friend Chris. But, yeah, I took him to see Hereditary, and he was, like, What's the big deal? This ain't scary. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, see, you can totally <laughs> train. I'm like, see, I'm you can t- I'm I'm totally I'm su- do this.
1: I'm super gassy. I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 yeah, we're
3: just gonna go with that. Yeah,
4: that's exactly what's happening.
1: I had I had tacos for lunch. My bad. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh my stomach oh god oh god, oh, god. Oh, god guys. sorry guys
2: <laughs>
3: okay jamie your train is going over to <laughs> i know man it's not of control today oh, well so we have um adam scott playing tom of yeah. parks and rec fame and who, who also uh,
1: is fantastic like oh he's he, always good I, I mean he's always good but like um, hit, you know, because he's a funny, he's a funny dude. He is, and he's not the funny dude in this, Mm-mm. which is so yeah. nice to see. You know, like, and and his dynamic with um, with John is like, you know, like he's a, the weak kind of liberal, you know, pussy, mm-hmm. but but he ends up being the hero. You know, it's like it's really great. Yeah, I, I think it was a great dynamic. You know.
4: Yes, I um, oh, I love him and I loved him in this so much. Like I was crushing on him so hard in this
3: movie. Like I said, good hair. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, good hair, good
1: hair, good hair. Yes, really good hair.
3: For yeah. the horror fans, you know, he did Hellraiser Bloodline. I think that was part four. Oh,
1: mm-hmm. I never saw that.
3: Oh. Uh, that's the one where they go to space. Okay. It's not, I'm not, you know, when they go to space, they kind of lose me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I'm not a fan of that. Yeah, space is where you go when you run out of ideas and have to go to another realm.
2: Right, <laughs> It's right.
4: scary enough. Space is scary enough. It's got
3: plenty to work with. Yes, I'm pretty <laughs> sure Bloodline is the one in space. But oh, oddly enough, you. they did like four more after that and they came back to Earth. <laughs> um, and then also Piranha from 2010, uh-huh. the 3D version. Not-
1: not as good as mine, but okay. Definitely
3: not okay. as good as yours, <laughs> but it had a this whole lot. It, that one had a whole lot more boobish.
1: Yeah, yeah, well.
3: has a lot of boobs. I you call gotta, it the Girls Gone Wild Piranha.
1: I need to definitely, I, I, don't, <laughs> I need to go back and revisit that, I think. <laughs> I should probably revisit it too, just
3: because I've only seen it once when it first came out, so maybe it's not as bad as I remember. Right. So I've maybe only I seen to- it once too. Yeah, maybe I need to give it another go. Maybe I wasn't in the mood for boobs. I don't know. <laughs> what? Never. That's not, that's not a thing. Okay. All right. Mo- moving on.
1: Yes. So,
3: <laughs> Uncle Howard, David Koechner, amazing.
2: Yeah.
4: Amazing. Oh, he's so good.
3: He's always so good. Yeah. He always makes me laugh. Yeah, I mean, every time. Oh, guys, what's your favorite David Koechner, um role, if you have
1: one? Oh, my God.
3: That's you know. really hard to say. Uh um, he was also in Piranha, but this one was three double D. Right. Oops. Wow.
1: <laughs> Damn. I, 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 I missed that one. I didn't even see I that have one.
3: not
4: I have not seen that one, but I did see that he was in that. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I have not seen it.
3: And also Final I mean, Destination Part 5. Jenny, I was gonna we talked say. about that recently. Yeah. Uh-huh. So yeah. he's done a lot for the horror community as far as some, some interesting movies. Um, I mean, my Man. favorite. So yeah. I think
1: Anchorman, I think, is, like, you know, his biggest yeah. thing, and he's hilarious in it. Like,
3: yeah, it's,
1: it. Not, or it's the first you.
4: thing I kind of think of him in, because, yeah. um, like, I, that's, like, when I think of him, that's kind of the character that pops into my head first, because mm. he's yeah. so funny in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Or do you guys see Thank You for Smoking? Yeah. I really like
4: that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: He's, he's also great in that.
4: What about Waiting? Waiting was fun.
1: Oh, Waiting, waiting was, was really
4: funny. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah
1: he's always good. He's always I don't.
4: Good. Yeah, I can't really think of a time I was like, "Ugh!" Like
3: I've oh, always no. enjoyed him. No, he always, he always makes me laugh, and that's the mm-hmm. most important thing in life, Billy. Like I told you, you know, you always made me laugh, and so that's always so important. Yes. But, yes. I mean, I grew up with with um, David Koechner, and also my most favorite thing still to this day is the sitcom he did with Jamie Gertz and Mark Addy, Jennifer Irwin, uh, my friend Taylor Ball, and Renee Olstead, and Joel Murray called still standing
2: oh i don't i don't, I don't think that.
3: i've seen that uh uh-uh. oh gosh i think it was circa like maybe 2001 maybe
2: okay i don't know but remember
3: it ran three seasons i believe and it had such a, a fun 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 cast a fun script i always always remember his scenes in that along with joel murray scenes those two yeah. Stole the show a lot. But, I mean, it had a really good regular cast with Jamie Gertz and Mark Addy, you know? Yeah. And Jennifer Irwin, who's hilarious. <coughs> like, I don't know if you know who she is, Billy, but I know you've seen her before. Yeah. No, I know who she is. Yeah, yeah. Right. She's great. She's, great. She's amazing. And mm-hmm. then um, Taylor Ball, who's now my buddy, he's a musician over in Dallas now. He plays some killer drums. Okay. Nice. Mm-hmm. And Renee Olstead has the voice of an angel. Like She is the most beautiful singing voice ever. I have three of her CDs. Nice.
2: Aww. So, yeah, I'm a
3: huge Still Standing fan. Really huge. Taylor's actually going to be on our episode for The Thing.
2: Ooh, fun.
3: I know, so I'm really excited to, to have Taylor on. We've been talking about having Taylor on for quite a while, but... COVID happened, things happened, yeah. happened, and then, you know, just got crazy. But he always wanted to do the thing. And so I'm like, hey, we're getting ready. Let's do it. He's like, great. So awesome. stay tuned for, for Taylor and the thing in in a month or so.
1: Sweet. I have a I have a David Kechner story. Oh, please if do. You want to hear. So I, I did a I got I don't even know how it happened. Why but I did like a fundraiser in LA when I lived there and they asked me to come, come join in. It was a bunch of people. And so David Keckner. it was like, you know, 12 or 15 kind of acts. And some people were like stand-up, some people were musicians and stuff. And I was playing music. And um, so David Keckner went up two people, like two people before me, and kind of did stand up as like a character, kind of like, you know, man, like just kind of <laughs> this kind of asshole buffoon, <laughs> buffoon. And just like slayed, like murdered, like murdered, 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 like people just falling out of their chairs. And he came off, and I was kind of, you know, standing by and there's one person in front of me and he came off and he goes, that's how you do it. And then Jane, and then Jane Lynch was the person who went in right in front of me and Jane Lynch like went up and she had like a like a, a fake cast and a patch in her eye. And it's like German, like this German woman stand up thing that was like literally like murdered even more than him. Like, oh oh my God, I she's amazing she's and so then funny. and then she came off, and David Kechner was still backstage like next to me watching her, you know,
2: uh-huh,
1: and I was like, you know, I was young, I was like twenty four or twenty five years old, and and I had my guitar and stuff, I was gonna play some music, and he goes, "Good luck, kid." <laughs> <laughs> oh. And I went up there and I went up there and literally died on stage. Like everyone was like get, going to the bar to get drinks and shit. It was oh. hilarious, but oh. it was like but it was so funny cuz like he just like he was I mean he was just so good and so confident and it was just, you know, amazing. And then I can't
3: believe ju- you got to stand beside him. I oh, god. oh god. And be included I... in that pool of talent. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, I failed miserably, so <laughs> it was pretty funny.
3: They just wanted laughs over music, that's all. Mm-mm.
1: Well, we'll see. Yeah, but yeah, they did. They did. And they, yeah, they, they appreciate it. Jane. But Jane Lynch literally destroyed, like, Eve, I mean, it was, she destroyed so much. I was like, I don't want to go on right now. I don't, I can't follow yeah. that. Like, there's Uh-oh. no following that. Like, that should be the closer.
3: Oh, yeah. Who else came after you?
1: Um, there was a couple other bands that were, like, in L.A. that were, like, were kind of big at the time that came after okay. me that, that were good, um, but they, like, that was kind of, in the front half was kind of the comedians, and the back half was, like, music. Okay. Yeah. See, they should have,
3: they should have mixed it up a little bit.
1: Yeah, yeah, well. Like,
3: comedian, musician, comedian, musician.
1: Yeah, damn. But, think I don't think I could have followed him either. He, he destroyed.
3: <laughs> I mean, I don't think he could ever <laughs> flop, but I'm sure he did in, in his younger days. Yeah. But, I mean... I mean, he can do no wrong in my eyes. He's amazing. He's amazing. And like I said, I can't believe you stood beside him and watched Jane Lynch. Like, what? That's the coolest
2: story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> And his his good luck kid, by the way, did not help my confidence at all. <laughs> oh,
3: was he being like sarcastic? Yeah, tell Jen generally like, well, no, could you do well?
1: <laughs> no, he was like being sarcastic because he, he just realized that Jane Lynch just literally killed so yeah, well. he's like nobody yep. can follow like literally nobody could follow that. <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, I love it so much. That's oh, awesome. Oh, I would love, love, love to meet David Koechner one day. Yes, in my life. that would be amazing.
1: Yes. And yes. then I
3: could geek out about Still Standing. <laughs> so yeah, like, yeah, That's weird. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> you're,
1: "Oh, so you're the one that watched it?" Okay.
3: <laughs> yeah, the one person, <laughs> the one person that watched it all three years. <laughs> Two thousand was a rough year, man. I needed a lot of laughter in my life.
1: Absolutely.
2: <laughs> yes.
3: All right. Um anything else to add on the brilliant David Kecker?
2: Mm, he's okay. just his, awesome.
3: Love love, his, love all of his stuff. Yep.
2: His um, hidden guns,
1: his his you know, his like bravado. This is so good. He's so yes. good.
3: He's so yeah. so good. He's like he's the cartoon Uncle Howard is the cartoon version of my dad, but like my dad ramped up to like thousands
2: right right
3: yeah i mean basically like that's that's how i grew up except this was like very exaggerated Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know between all the guns and the Uh why do the rich people all get the free shit democrats probably like all that stuff like that's that's totally my my environment but um but it was you know ramped up so it wasn't that that bad (laughs) Um, Alison Tolman nice. played Aunt Linda, and, um, mm-hmm. I haven't really seen her a whole lot, honestly. Well,
4: I've seen yes. her in a few things. I've yes. seen her in, like, uh, I've seen her in the, um, she's in the Fargo show, right? Isn't she mm-hmm. in Fargo?
3: Yeah. I think that's it. Um, I've seen her in the Stephen King show, or Stephen King-based show, oh. Castle Rock. Yeah, she's in that, too. Okay, I've seen mm-hmm. that, too. And the show, uh, Good Girls? Oh yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. 2019's *Twilight Zone* and *Brooklyn 9 9 and that's really all it. That's it. Yeah.
4: But I thought she was fun in this movie. I liked her. I liked their. Um, I liked their dynamic, like the sisters,
3: and. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. They're so completely different, but they still they love are. each other, which is cool. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
3: Anything to add, Billy? No, I don't think so. Like that was, right. yeah, I,
1: I, I like I like that dynamic. Like it was uh, fun to see sort of that the stress of Christmas with your family.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Yep. <laughs> All right. Um, and Dorothy, guys, Conchata Ferrell. um R.I.P. I know. 12th. I
2: have
3: a heart attack, and I just love her so much. Her last role was a movie called A Very Nutty Christmas, which I have to watch now in honor of. Mm. I have, mm. Yeah, I haven't seen that. No, nope, I haven't either, but I'm going to hunt it down. It was 2018. Nice. So, um, I think my favorite thing that she's done was a 1996 NBC movie. Uh, now it's shown on Lifetime, you know. Um, called Sweet Dreams. With, oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I remember yeah, that. Yeah, Tiffany Amber Thiessen yeah. and A. Martinez.
4: I haven't seen that.
3: Yeah. Oh, this girl, is so yeah. good.
1: Yeah, it's, it's really good, yeah.
3: And, hey, yeah, she's bed. really good. I mean, also, we have, um what, all the way back to... Mod in 1974.
4: There, okay, there. Gosh, I mean, she's been in so many things. I mean, even down to like she was in Network, which I really <laughs> like. Um, yeah. she's Edward Scissorhands, Aaron Brockovich, yes. Mr. Deat, like Mr. Deeds. Like, she's in all kinds of cool things. Like, she's
1: great. I just love that. Like, as you know, it, it, it's hard. I think you know for somebody to kind of create like a genre for themselves, and her being like. She, she created this kind of space for herself that she was like kind of a smart ass bitter person in all her roles but still made them each unique you know what I mm-hmm. mean yeah. she just I mean that's really I mean that's really hard to do as a character actor especially probably for a woman is mm-hmm. much much harder than a man I think in 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 the industry like it just to see you know how much success she has kind of created over the last 20 years or 30 years as sort of the same character but able to create these interesting characters and in everything she did but always a, kind of the smart ass mm-hmm, you yeah know, you know foul, foul mouth kind of uh-huh. broad you know it's like it's so, it's it's really incredible like honestly it's like a, it's it's inspiring if you want to be an actor you know to to know who you are and what you do and just like go 100% in yeah it
3: it really really is and she got Real big. She hit real big with um I mean she was in two and a half men,
1: right? So, right. Back, back, yeah. so she became, you know, very, very popular, you know, in that in that series. But but she had done so many other things. Like you said, that like Edward Sister Hand, she was uh-huh. amazing in yeah. like yeah.
3: yeah, Mystic Pizza.
1: Yeah, Mystic Pizza. LA Law. Yeah. But she was always that oh kind of, you know, bitter, pissed off, uh huh, angry woman, you know, who told yep. who told it like she saw it, you know. Yep. Yeah.
4: Which makes what? me really like her. Yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. Like you love her. Like yeah. somehow, even though she's kind of like the bitch, she's like you. Uh-huh. Still like you. Still are gravitate towards her. Yeah. Like it's, it's not an easy thing to do. You
2: know? No.
3: Did you guys ever see the 1996 show that she was in? Very short run called Townies. No. I don't think I don't. I mean, I remember mm-hmm. Townies, but I don't. I don't remember her in it. Oh yeah, you know, she was a regular on it, and I yeah. forgot what network it was on, but I remember that show, and I remember watching it. I think it only yeah. ran, I think thirteen episodes or something. Yeah, it was.
1: I think it was just one season because yeah, I think I actually auditioned for the pilot. Um, I think, it, <laughs> I think it was, I think it was NBC. Um, yeah,
3: I don't even think it ran a full season. I think they killed. No,
1: it. I think they did too. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I don't remember her, and I remember that show. I just I don't remember it. Right. Yeah. No, yeah. Fifteen was, she, episodes. She, she, she was, I mean, she was good in everything she's ever done. Like she was just yeah. sol- solid across the board always. Totally. You know, and I love like sort of, I consider myself a character actor. So like character actors who knew their place and knew what they were really good at, like, you know, her to a bunch of other people that I look up to. Like, I-, I just think it's just like so amazing to create a career. Because like if you look at a resume, I'm sure it's, you know hundreds of tv shows and Mm -hmm. you know hundreds of movies you know Mm -hmm. i mean over the course of her career and to do that and still being sort of like an unknown you know i mean i'm I'm sure people recognized her out in public but she was not like a star
3: right Mm -hmm.
1: right you know but to to make a living as an actress like so good so good yeah
3: and i was so happy for her success on two and a half men for over 10 years. Yeah. yeah. Sure, yeah. Like I mean, that's I'm, crazy. That's amazing.
1: No, that's a cra- I mean, that's like, you know, winning the lottery. Like, you know, she made millions yeah. of dollars doing that, you know, and, yeah. and, ad- and added so much to the show because the rest of it is like, to me is like childish shit. <laughs> I've I watched- only
4: seen a couple episodes, but she was the best
3: part of that yeah. show. No, she's like a hundred percent. She by is far. the show.
1: <laughs> yeah. She's by far. She's the best person on the show.
3: <laughs> yeah. She's the reason I watched the show. <laughs> yeah. She really, really is. And I feel like she was probably the reason a lot of people watch that show.
4: Because yeah. she, yeah. from the few episodes I've seen, she's the best part. Yeah. Like, like her like, oh, yeah, yeah. Taylor are the yeah. reasons I
3: watch that show. They're only like, reasons. I,
1: like, I don't, you know, I don't get, like, too sentimental. But, like, when she passed away, I was sort of like, fuck.
3: Yeah. She, yeah. Was, she, was, bad, she was badass, man. Yeah. She was. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I, I totally was like, oh, no. Yeah,
1: yeah. Like, it's sort of like a little, like, I got to give you a little toast. Mm-hmm. Good job. Yeah. Good job, man. Cheers.
2: cheers. Cheers, man.
3: And and when she passed, we we already knew that we were going to be doing this episode. And
2: mm-hmm.
3: I was like, oh. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: And and in this movie, she literally kills every scene. Like she kind of steals mm-hmm. every scene that she's in. Definitely. She yeah. That's
3: what she. That's what she did. That's how mm-hmm. good she was.
1: Yeah.
3: It was like a competition between her and Howard.
1: Right, 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 right. But David, he he's like a like you said he's sort of like a cartoon character where she's, she, she's not yeah. she's not. she's like you believe her to be like the really rude aunt. You know what I mean? Like Totally. <laughs> like it's believable. Like you know she she you, would be me have,
2: in
3: 30 years for yeah, sure. Like,
1: like you have that person in your family where you're just like, "Oh my god, this fucking woman."
2: Yep. <laughs> yes.
3: I still have a filter, but in 30 or 40 years, I can so think that would be me. <sighs>
1: Like my another this I'll just just since we're talking about her, but my other quote of hers that I just in the movie that was so great, she said, Your sisters know Mother Teresa, but at least she swings by to make sure I'm not dead. Yeah. <laughs> it's
2: like the it's whole genius.
4: scene where Yeah, the whole scene where she's introduced and the sisters are kinda like, Jeez, you could have given me like a heads up kind of thing, you know? I <laughs> yeah. love the
3: whole thing. Yeah. Where's the yeah. nug? I need to get married. <laughs>
4: yeah, yeah. I wrote
3: that down too.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so so good. So- oh, R.I.P. R.I.P.
3: Yep. Oh, gone but never forgotten, man. Sure, her print is out there forever. Right. Yeah. Okay, Krista Sad played Ami, and she's actually Austrian, and she was familiar with the Krampus myth. And she was actually quoted as saying that she was extremely happy to be a part of this film because of the subject matter, and was not the this was not her first role. Okay. So she. Took over because a couple of other actresses that were supposed to do it dropped out for various reasons. So mm. it, I think the right person got the job. Oh yeah, she's um, Omi. Yes, I haven't seen anything else that she's done because all of her titles are Austrian titles. I noticed oh. that. Yeah, I looked her up. <laughs> mm-hmm. But she's amazing. I love yeah.
2: her.
1: Yeah, I think she played the grandma role very well. And like, lo- you know, loved, 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 loved her grandchildren. Like it was, it was good. She was really good. Mm-hmm.
3: Knew a lot. Mm -hmm.
4: Oh, the scene where like her hand is like shaking because Mm -hmm. like her son's gonna go out there, right? And then like her grandson just holds her hand. I was like, oh my goodness, that's sweet. Mm -hmm.
3: Yeah, there, there's your
4: Hallmark movie for you. Yeah, I know, (laughs) I know. It got me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And when she sacrifices herself, right? Where like they Uh are gonna leave, but she's like stays and locks the door. You're like, she's gonna take. She started this mess, so she's going to finish it, you know?
4: And she was so badass about the whole thing. She just stood right up to Krampus, and he opened his bag <laughs> of toys, and... Oh. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fucking grandma... She, can we give it up for grandmas? Can we give it for... Yeah! yeah.
3: She was almost my favorite kill because of the, her sacrifice. Yes. Yeah. So, yes. Omis are the best. Omis are the
1: best. <laughs> Mine, mine was a Baba, but like Omis are the best. Yes, <laughs>
3: yes yeah, they are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, the role of Max played by M J Anthony. Uh, he's from Divergent. Um. Yeah. He,
1: yeah. He did a great job.
3: I think. Oh yeah. Like. Oh my god. I loved. I loved him. Yeah. So good. So so good. He's so funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like very like, but in a quiet way, not like to try to get comedy.
1: No, but he also, like, had that, like, magic quality of a children for, Christ- uh-huh. for Christmas, you know what I mean? Right. Like, it's, I don't think it's an easy thing to kind of pull off on camera.
3: Yeah. yeah. I loved his line, why do we have to put up with our craft just because we share DNA?
2: <laughs> yes. Amen. Yeah.
3: So, yeah. I'm all about that. So, no, I loved him. I
4: did, too. I really believed him, and, yeah, good kid.
1: Good kids, yeah, good
3: kids. <laughs> <laughs> I have a fun fact about the girl who played Beth and the girl who played Stevie. Oh okay. yeah, okay. they're sisters in real life. They are. Oh. Yep. Wow. Yep. Yep. Well, there you go. Yep. The girl who played Stevie hasn't done anything else, but the girl who played Beth, she's they're both obviously both New Zealand natives, and she's done a little bit. She did like the Carrie Diaries and Running Wild and Lovely Bones. So she's done a few things. Nice. All right, I love them both. I thought they mm-hmm. were both good. the The tomboy daughters were like hilarious. They were yeah. so funny. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah. And like a good foil to to Max, you know, was, mm-hmm. like the kind of you know overly sensitive kid that's spoiled and you know lives in like suburbia. Like it was mm-hmm. great.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Howie Junior was Maverick Flack. He hasn't done anything else either on film.
1: But hey, man, he didn't say a damn
3: word. <laughs> yeah, great. You be, you believe the character. You know the character. He went hit, for that cookie. Hit, <laughs> his 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 introdu-
1: his introduction is the best. Where he just, like has his mouth open and like yeah. and he just doesn't say a word. <laughs>
3: poor, poor Max. It's
2: just so. What I know. What do you want for <laughs> Christmas? Yeah. So, so how
1: you so, doing? You you're like, you're like video games? What do you like?
2: Right.
3: Like, <laughs> you're just like, oh, mouth breathing
1: and that doesn't say a word. Yeah.
3: <laughs> it's like, I, I, want, I, want, I want to be friends here, but you're not giving me much to go on. Fun um, fact mm-hmm. like the actor who played the voice of Lumpy, one of the gingerbread men, was Seth Green.
4: I saw that and I was like, wait, Seth Green was in this
2: movie? What?
1: Oh, uh-huh. oh that's
3: hilarious.
2: Mm-hmm. yeah i loved it loved it yeah me um, too
3: and uh, mr Krampus, the man himself was played by luke hawker and he works in special effects in a lot of movies and he's done a lot he's done the lord of the rings trilogy wow the, the hobbits um 2005's king kong power Rangers. so he's a special effects guy but i think wow. he killed it as, as Krampus. yeah he did a great job oh yeah mm. so good All right. This movie is kind of recent. It's only five years old. How, how well do you think this will age in maybe like 20 years? Uh, I
2: mean,
4: I feel like, I feel like it's gonna, I feel like it'll age pretty well. I mean, there's, you know, there's nothing that like super dates it or anything. It does Mm kind of have that like early two thousands kind of like, Holiday movie feel or whatever, but there's nothing that dates it
3: super, super yeah. much. Yeah. Yeah. Krampus is timeless.
1: Yeah, I agree. I mm-hmm. think it'll be, I think it'll be, yeah, I think it's timeless. And the way they shot it and the way they did it, I feel like it'll be, you know, sort of like a, a holiday movie. If, you know, mm-hmm. even though it's a horror film, and I'm putting it in quotes, it's not, <laughs> it's not that, it's not that scary. So I think it'll be, you know, a fun film for people to watch <laughs> along with. You know, Die Hard and Christmas Vacation yeah. and all those things.
4: It's one of those kind of like, yeah, traditional, like what you would watch every year. I do, right. I do watch this one pretty frequently mm-hmm.
3: around the holiday. Yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah. has to happen. It's one of the ones that has to happen. Yep. Yep. Mm
2: hmm. Mm hmm.
3: Given it's so early that this is like the the first holiday movie I've watched. So of the season. So it's, yes. it's out of yeah, the me, way. Now me too. I can. Yeah, yeah. No, now we can not. move on.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Krampus. Have you guys seen any of the many, 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 many other Krampus movies they've made?
2: No, so I haven't I,
3: actually. I, like,
1: yeah, I searched this and there's like, you know, there's like eight other movies that are kind of Krampus related. But I, I have yep. not seen, so I'm looking forward to kind of checking them out.
3: They're good. Most of them are indie, so go in with the right. uh, expectation of that. But, I mean, we have, like, The Krampus, The Reckoning, and Mother Krampus, uh, several others. I think um, my favorite one, though, is not actually in the title. It's a Christmas horror story, and it's an anthology. And one of the stories is a Krampus story, and I, I really, really love that movie. Oh, nice. Nice. So, if you like a good horror anthology, check out A Christmas Horror Story. It's, it's probably one of my favorite Christmas horror movies, actually. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, we have a variety of um, kinds of stories in that movie and it has a really really good cast as well. So nice. it's, it's fun. So I can't wait is for it, you guys it, to watch it.
1: Is it Is it like three movies or five movies or what is three. it?
3: Three. Three and a narrative that that comes um that ties everything together.
2: Oh, cool.
3: So if you're including the narrative as part of the story
2: Four. Okay,
3: I, I've and never I think I seen the cover. It's yeah. like
4: Krampus and Santa like fighting. Maybe? Oh yeah. It okay. Has, yeah.
3: Like, mm-hmm. Ass cover. Um, and yeah, it's one of my most favorite uh, Christmas horror movies for sure. Nice. You gotta check that out. Yeah, me too. A, yeah? Um, I'm trying to see think of another one. Um, no, but it's so so good yeah so i would say four stories isn't that because the narrative is a story also okay cool so yeah um another good anthology is holiday hell i haven't seen that one either that one's extremely indie it's really Mm. really indie um but it's good it's 2019 so it's really really new um it has that one also has a good cast in it, uh, including Joel Murray, who always kills it, and Jeffrey Combs. Yeah. Oh, I love Jeffrey Combs! Yeah, yeah, Damn. so uh. check that one out if you like a Christmas anthology horror. Those mm-hmm. two are are tops on my list. Nice, okay, Merry, cr- Merry, Merry Christmas, y'all! Merry Christmas, yeah. <laughs> um, so there's the, the twist in this movie.
2: How do you, yeah.
3: how do you? Guys perceive this has ending because I've heard two different things. Okay. But then I I thought of um a third. And you know, one is you know they're stuck in like a forever happy Christmas, right? Mm
2: -hmm. Right.
3: Uh two is like it's all a dream, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but there's another popular thought, and that is that they were given a second chance and all the are Krampus's means of watching over them to making sure they don't like backslide, and then he'll just take them forever.
2: Hmm.
3: What that's do a nice you one. guys? Yeah, what do you guys think happened?
4: I go with they're stuck in a perpetual like they're stuck in a perpetual loop of like Christmas, right? They're stuck uh-huh. in a loop. I I don't like when things end with it like oh it was a dream, so I can't uh-huh. I, I can't like I can't believe that's what happened. So I think yeah. they're stuck in like a perpetual Christmas loop. Mm-hmm.
1: Really? I feel like um, I'm gonna get real Neil deGrasse on your ass. I feel <laughs> like there are like multiple universes, and okay. and there is a creator, whether you call that person God or you know the Great Spirit or whatever you you know whatever you pray to, um, that sort of holds us in a kind of uh, sweater, <laughs> you know, that, <laughs> that keeps us all comfy and cozy. But like that, so I just feel like at the end of the day, it's just like it's another universe that maybe is not the universe that you live in, but it's another alternate take on your life, you mm-hmm. know? Like, it's, yeah, it's like real deep shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah. 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 I like that. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. There's this. Even though it was like th- this, you know that that universe was like this story, but like they might have had other stories,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and maybe they're in like are they in all of those snow globes? You know what I mean? Right. Like are, the, right. are all those snow globes different stories? We don't we don't know, but but it could be like they're in all of those snow globes, and their story is different every time.
3: Oh, I like that. I did too. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Um, I like. Yeah. That I originally thought mm. interpreted mm. this as you, you're seeing, you know, the, the the hundreds of snow globes showing you that this has happened to a lot of different people, a lot of times. Mm-hmm. But it, it can be. But, but, can it, like, be
1: but, but can it be? Can it be just them? I like that I one. Better. I don't know. Yeah, you know, they're they're they're. You're in multiple universes. Like you're in, in this world, you're sad, but in the other world, you're like super happy. I, I like to yeah. believe that because I, I like to believe that I'm happy in another life.
4: <laughs> yeah. In another snow
1: globe. Yeah. yeah. Like another but- snow globe. I made better de- decisions.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Make the choices. <laughs> yes. No, so,
2: <laughs> I mean, yeah.
3: I also, I love the look they all had on their faces when MJ or Max opened the, the Krampus bell and they all started to remember. Yep. Yeah. When, yeah. That was
2: brilliant. It was right. a lovely
3: they, they, scene. The scene totally gave me yeah. goosebumps. Yeah. And then, and then, and Dorothy just yeah. drinking and, more. And, and a-
2: <laughs> yep.
1: <laughs> but also, the, the you know, like the, the love of Max, like knowing he got back somehow. You know, he didn't know yeah. how he got it back. You know, that sort of like, oh, it, it was a dream or whatever, whatever you want to say it was. But he like, you know, was happy to have his family back together. Even though, like, mm-hmm. he hates his cousins and he, you know, yeah. <laughs> and Dorothy's a bitch. He was happy to have uh-huh. them. You know,
4: yeah,
1: yep, yeah. It it, it really okay. is. A, it really is a thing like where like you you cherish your family. you know, no matter sort of mm-hmm. whether you agree or disagree with agree with them. You know.
4: Yeah, Adam
1: Scott's it's,
2: it's uh, like, character
4: it, sums it up really nicely when he's like explaining it to his son. When his son is like, "Why do we have to like you know deal with them kind of thing?" And he talks to him about like, "Well, you know, family—it's getting along with these people yeah. that you don't always get along with—and do you really believe that?" I, I want to, you know. And he kind of like said it really nicely. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. I'm 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 tearing up over here. Damn it. oh <laughs>
4: This movie gets you in the feels a couple <laughs> times. It really does. I, I almost <laughs> felt myself crying when, like, the grandson, when Max, like, grabbed his grandma's hand, Omi's hand when she was, like, shaking. Oh. I was like, oh, man, here we go. <laughs> Fuck you, Krampus
1: holiday movie. Like, I miss my grandmother.
2: Damn you, Krampus. Yeah. <laughs> Krampus. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So funny.
1: But really, like, it is, like, it does wrap it up in a nice little message of, like, family matters, you know?
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm
3: yep um pacing
1: oh awesome
3: yeah, yeah. perfect
1: i think I this think... movie
3: isn't any longer than it has to be it's perfect
1: no i think i think it's so good i think i think the way it was shot the way it was directed is just br- brilliant
4: you're into mm-hmm. it the whole time like i i never like lost my interest in it you know no
1: mm-hmm. no and, like, the thing, like, towards the end with, like, the elves and Krampus and the mammoth kind of horses and all that. You know what I mean? Like, it just becomes mm-hmm. this kind of, like, you know, it just becomes this kind of, like, weird fantasy movie. You yeah.
2: Know? Mm-hmm.
1: You know, yeah. That, that, that's great it's in, in the best possible ways.
3: Yes. Yeah. I mean, and that's, like, the story. It's a, it's a fantasy horror. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, like I said earlier, I think I like the design and theme of the film more than the actual film. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I would have liked some more horror with my Krampus because Krampus, in reality, if it was a reality, is pretty terrifying. pretty scary.
1: Like how how dark could it get? Yeah, yeah, because it could be really dark. I would love to
3: see some children being eaten, like ripped apart. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, that'd be swell.
1: But the shadow side of Santa Claus is an interesting, Mm
2: -hmm. you know,
1: a story. I think you know. Mm -hmm. And I think that they did it in a way that was family-friendly and fun.
3: Yep, yep, yep. This no. is definitely a family movie, like I said.
2: Yeah. yeah. Not not like, not
3: really sc- not too scary, so yes. if you can handle Gremlins, you can handle Krampus type situation. I would,
1: I would say, like, toast your chestnuts, get your mulberry wine, and just sit around and watch this movie, y'all, this Christmas.
3: Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Agreed. Um... Anything Careful what
4: you wish for, because it might bring Krampus to you, but, yeah.
2: you know.
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> I have some um, questions for you guys. All oh, right. Shit. Okay. Okay, so. I think I'm ready. <laughs> I got
1: okay. to take a drink. Hang on. All right.
3: Go okay. On. Okay. Mm. If, hypothetically, Krampus showed up, how do you think you would defend yourself? No. <laughs> <Whoa. laughs> He's laughing at me. <laughs> I wouldn't defend myself at all. I'd go up and shake his hand. <laughs> I totally, I totally just die right away. I totally would be like, uh, I'd be the first to get killed. I'm sure.
4: I think maybe I would. Uh, well, always find a human shield. So I would, I would find a human shield. I would find somebody to be behind, hide so, um, so, okay, somewhere.
1: So Jamie, you're gonna push your boyfriend in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Like, you're, take your like, You're like you take this one, dude. <laughs> I'll, I'll cook. I'll cook dinner. You take this. <laughs> I, would
4: probably, I would probably go with one of the cousins, you know, first, but.
1: <laughs> no, I think I would actually, I would, I, I honestly, like, I think I would just go up and, and try to shake his hand. <laughs> like, literally, like, be like, I, I get it. I'm not a great person. Cole probably is not really the gift I deserve. So, yeah. Come, come on. What's next? Hell? Okay, cool. I know you're just doing
4: your job,
2: Krampus. Let's
1: check it out. Hang on. yeah
2: He's
1: like, "Mm." you're like, okay, because why fight it? Like, it's if he's there, like you can't fight it. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah. Embrace it.
3: You know. Mm Hmm. Mm Hmm. So,
1: what would Summer? What would you do?
3: I told you, I'd die right away. No, but
1: you have to. You have to like do something. Like, he's not going to kill you. He's going to like whip you with the. The, yeah. the sticks or
3: oh, kinky. Yeah. <laughs> you're, like, you're
1: like, Can you choke me a little bit too? That'd be great.
3: <laughs> well, based on my previous reactions to, to fearful situations, I'm the type of person that freezes up.
1: Oh, see, I'm not that person
3: for a second, for a few seconds, but a few seconds is enough to get your ass done. So, yeah.
2: Yeah, I would, I would probably,
4: honestly run. I would probably run first of all. Honestly, above
3: anything, I'd probably run. Yeah, I I think I'll just freeze up, and then it'll th- be too late. And he
1: I, I, I think the best medicine when you are, uh, you know, when something is in front of you that is sort of outside of the world that we live in, that's sort of dangerous. The the most I think the mo- the safest thing you can do is approach it
2: mm-hmm.
1: aggressively. Because that will throw them off. Because they, Like a
4: bear.
1: Like Krampus thinks that he's a badass. So if you could just like then throw it back on him, even though he might kill you still, I get it. But if you go to him as sort of like, oh, really? Fuck you. And then just like run up to his fucking face and punch him right in the throat. Like, I think uh. you might get a little respect. You know what I'm saying? I think like, I don't Very Freddy
3: th- versus Jason here all of a sudden.
1: Yeah. That throws, that, I think <laughs> that throws people off when like they're, they think they're the aggressor, but then when you become the aggressor and not a victim, mm-hmm. I, I feel like that that makes people like um, stand up and stand back, go like, "Oh shit! I thought I was going to scare this person, but I'm—they're not scared." Right? Yeah. Yeah. Now
4: I do think I do think um, I do think like ultimately I think like the best way to resolve any kind of conflict would be through like a dance off. So I mean, like you could <laughs> you could go that way because I feel yes. like yes, you know, you're, you're I, right.
1: So, so if, Jamie, if you just started ideally,
4: dancing, ideally, ideally, we would solve everything by dance-offs. You know, somebody yeah. says, "Hey, what the fuck?" and you say, "All right, come on, right now, yeah. you and, and me, you, let's dance it out."
1: You just, <laughs> yeah, you just start doing like you just start doing like MC Hammer moves. Like they have no yes. idea. They have yes. no idea what to do. They won't beat yes. you up. They're they're gonna back away because they're like this person's, exactly. fucking, cra- this person's <laughs> fucking crazy. This person's fucking crazy. Yeah, and they just did the typewriter perfectly. <laughs>
4: Exactly. They're like, hey, respect, respect, all right.
2: (laughs) Respect.
3: (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Question number two, y'all. Okay. This is obviously set in suburbia. Yes. um, Where all hope is lost because that's what Mm -hmm. happens when, you know, you go to the suburbs, you lose all hope. Yeah. Um, Yeah. That's a quote from our friend Keith, Jamie. (laughs) He's like, yeah, Aww, yeah, you know, yeah, you're in suburbia, you have no hope. It's a suburbia and yeah. the kid makes a shitty wish. <laughs> yep. Yeah. But so if this was in a big city such as like New York or Chicago or LA maybe, uh, LA would shut down because of the snow anyway. But if we had a big city scenario, how do you think this would play out? Do you think it would like mm. kill us all or pick us off one by one or like pick us like you? Um, would you no. come back the next year to finish the job like what do you think would happen in a big 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 city I think there
4: would be more like uh, there would definitely be more like property damage like more cars crashing mm-hmm. there would be like stuff on fire just cause everything's closer together and there's more of it so there would definitely be some like collateral damage through that too like people getting hit by cars cause you know the car's swerving to get away from the thing or buses mm-hmm. you know Maybe some, like, I think there'd be, like, a little bit more, yeah, property damage and some chaos and just some, like, people collateral damage that maybe Krampus wasn't aiming for, but, you know, got him anyway.
1: (laughs) I think that they would be, like, you know, in the big cities, I think they'd be, like, more, they're more jaded, so I think they'd be, like, yeah, dude, get the fuck out of my way. I'm trying to get to get some pizza or something. You know what I mean? Like, I I I think they really wouldn't be scared. They'd be, like, more, uh, uh. Uh, you know annoyed that this person is like standing in the road um, in their hooves and shit <laughs>
3: you know living in chicago i can agree with this and it's like just another day in chicago get out of my yeah. way yo yeah, yeah dude
1: like i'm not stopping dude like you're in the road sorry if i hit you i hit you
3: yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> Yep. Yep. and again
1: yep. like in chicago three feet of snow okay what else right like what do you oh what what else what else you got yeah yeah icicles fine sure whatevs whatevs dude i'm trying to get my fucking pizza man come on move
3: right i want my pizza so trying to watch
1: trying to watch the northwestern game man come on move
3: and i mean also like out here if we lost we don't really lose power very often even in the blizzards we didn't lose power yeah when you do lose power like this, in, like a rolling blackout situation, they have like warming areas for people to go to, so you don't die. Mm. You know,
1: right? So you know to like go to like the high school or wherever they right. have those things. Yeah, yeah.
3: Right, and again, that, that like, never happens. But
1: yeah, I, I would say I don't think Krampus would do good in the cities. I really no. don't. I think, no. I think I think he, I think he'd get his ass whooped
3: right <laughs> and just like Keith said you know he's like this works for the suburbs because it's a place where people have lost all hope
1: yeah yeah, yeah. and there's not True. like, and there's not infrastructure there it's just the neighborhood yeah. you know
3: yeah yeah. yeah. yep uh, do you guys have a favorite character in this movie uh, and that includes the toys
1: yeah I mean I gotta just say Aunt Dorothy Aunt you know. yeah Aunt Dorothy. I mean, Dorothy all the way I mean, bless, her. bless her heart she's so good
3: yeah yep. Aunt Dorothy all the way um, that's, that's all, that's all I got for my interrogation. <laughs> 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 but I thought those were good talking points. I'd love to, to figure out what people think about those. So if you guys have an opinion out there listening, please message us and let us know because I would really be interested in knowing what you think, how this would play out. Okay. Yes. Overall movie rating, unless you guys, do you guys have anything else to add? before we I, get to
1: this? I have, I was just looking at my notes. One more thing. Mm-hmm. So when um, di- when, when um, um, David was getting, you know, attacked by the, 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 the gingerbread man in the kitchen and he was, like, firing mm-hmm. his gun and he ran out of bullets. And, mm-hmm. early, and earlier they set it up where, like, his dog kind of didn't, like, come to him and didn't, like, you know, kind of was kind of like a recluse dog where it's like, it's their dog, but he doesn't really, like, mind. And mm-hmm. then, right before he was about to get eaten by Gingerbread Man, the dog snapped the Gingerbread Man and ate it. Uh-huh. Like I thought that that was so great.
3: Loved it. Hero dog, yeah.
1: <laughs> so good. And and the, then... the, and the look on the dog's face is sort of like, well, That was delicious." Yep.
3: yep. <laughs> you know, it's just a dog doing what dogs do.
1: Yeah, man. Yep. Right. Just, just there to eat some food, man. Yeah. hmm mm-hmm.
3: For
2: sure.
1: Yeah, I always like a dog in a movie. You know, it's I do nice. too. It's always nice yes and the dog always is some sort of like hero usually uh-huh. except oh, that's
3: if,
1: except in piranha but outside of that yep normally they're like little they're they're, they're heroic or they like you think they die and they come back you
3: know? yes that's yeah. always my favorite part I'm like oh the dog is still okay <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Jamie and I we talked about the dog when we did Friday the thirteenth part too because there was a the little dog Muffin who came back at the end. That's right. Yep. That's that's yeah. right. And then we're like, what really happened to Muffin? Because if that was all a dream, then Muffin's still missing. Yep, I know. <laughs> and it's like, can we
4: like can we locate this dog
3: please? Like <laughs>
2: Yeah. yeah.
4: <laughs> Actually, Jamie wanted to pick Muffin as can, a
1: prop. Can,
4: I can did want to pick Muffin as my prop.
1: Can I adopt Muffin?
4: <laughs> yeah, is, is Muffin available? Like <laughs> Take care
3: yeah. of her vet bills, you know, I got, I
1: got a yard. <laughs> I'm a good mom.
3: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Jamie wanted to pick muffin as her prop. And I said, I think muffin's dead now. <laughs> I said, I said, you got to pick something that's not living. <laughs>
2: All right. <laughs> yeah.
1: But kudos, kudos to the dog in this movie. Great job!
4: Right?
3: Yeah, so oh, sure. she was so cute. It was little, so cute. Little
4: bu-
1: little, bulldog, uh, little
4: bulldog. Little bulldog. You know. little, little Rosie. Yeah, Rosie.
3: Yeah, little Rosie. So cute. All right, movie rating. Um, I'm gonna give this one um a solid six, which is actually pretty good for me because yeah. um it would have pushed it over to maybe a seven, a seven and a half. It had if it had had more horror in it.
2: Yeah. But
3: mm-hmm. I mean, I love this movie. Um, six is good, still good, and I will watch this movie every year for Christmas, all the time. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, uh, you go first, Billy. Uh, I was to say I'm gonna give it seven, seven dolls. Cool. For the same reason, like it's not you know fully horror as much <laughs> as I would like, but it is a. I think it can be a holiday a holiday classic. Yes. You know.
3: For sure, it's definitely right up there with the Gremlins. Yeah. Yeah.
4: I gave it a seven as well. Um, same same reasons as you guys. I think it's a really fun movie. I love the actors so 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 oh, yeah. so yeah. so much. It just puts you in the holiday spirit. But I do really love Christmas horror, and I do like to have a little bit more
3: horror in it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, awesome, wonderful. So two sevens and a six. Love it. Yeah. Um, I have fun facts, guys. Are you ready? Yes. Ready? Okay. So I have not fact checked this, but the director said in the commentary that Krampus is a folklore that predates Christianity. But again, it. I haven't looked at. I haven't looked into that. If I'm wrong, I'm sorry. Um, the Krampus minions in the final battle battle are real folklore figures. For example, like the Yule Goat is a Scandinavian myth. Right. So I love that, and I love their attention to detail in the, um, again, that last scene. It's so, so beautiful. Uh, I told you already, it was shot entirely in New Zealand, and it was shot almost entirely on a soundstage, which shocked me because the storm was so real, and it looked so like it was inside, and I couldn't believe that it was on a stage, and the only scene that was not on a stage was that opening mall scene that was shot in a real store. Oh right. Okay. Uh huh. Uh, this was. Hey, made also, by-
1: yeah. We didn't. We didn't say like the snowmen, when like they oh. open the door and there's a bunch of like <sighs> scary snowmen outside. Like, oh, and I, I love
3: watch. them, and like, they multiply. I
1: hope, it, I hope it snows in Memphis this year because I'm building that snowman. Oh please you know? do.
3: God, <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. yeah. Build the snowman. You got to take a selfie with it mm-hmm. and listen yes. to the dolls <laughs> page. Yes. Yes. I hope I hope it snows here too, so I
1: can
4: build that snowman
3: as well. <laughs> that's never going to happen, James. It's, it's, it's not going to
4: happen. It's
1: Tucson, yeah. You got to do it with <laughs> you to with sand. Okay, all right.
4: Yeah, mud.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Wet adobe. Adobe. Yep.
4: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh we gosh. do we we do festive like uh, saguaros, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they have arms and stuff, so
1: that's right. you know. That's, that's right. Scary. Yeah,
4: put, a, put a little hat on them, and you know.
1: Gary Swarrows. Yes. <laughs> I love it.
3: Okay. Uh, Krampus's final design was distilled from various postcards and illustrations um, over the years. That must have been a fun job coming up with the design for Krampus. Oh, I would have loved to be on that team. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Christmas photos that were in the ending yeah. credits. Awesome. Were the cast members' real Christmas photos?
1: Yeah. Aww. Yeah. They were, they were, so, I have that in my notes. Like, that, that is so great.
3: That's right. awesome. Um, yeah. Ami is uh, the only person to mention Krampus by name. Interesting. Okay. She, oh, like, she knows exactly what's going down. Right. This isn't a storm. This is, this is the K-man, you know.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um That's that crampish
3: shit going on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hidden among the various snow globes in the end apparently is the psycho house. Oh. Hey. how fun, right? Nice. So were cool. fun
4: like because uh, because uh, they were a fan or like an homage. Right.
3: homage. homage. Mhm. I love it. Um, so this one I loved, um, the film's storyboard artist was drawing David Keckner into the drawings before he was even cast. Aww. Aww. This role was literally made for him. Right. Love
4: that. So this How fun worked. that would have been, too, like, storyboarding him in and being like, okay, I'm manifesting this. This uh-huh. is gonna happen.
3: Yeah, you did this, artist man. This is what you did. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. Um... It was like that Tales from the crypt episode with, um, uh, uh, oh, I forgot the name guy from It um, Anderson, where he's he's drawing. Oh, drawing and, all, and it's all coming the stuff, to life. Yeah, the things
1: come life. Oh, yeah.
3: Yeah, yep, yeah. So he draws a monster to kill his wife. It's great. Right. <laughs> um, the visible breath and the cold exteriors were done um, digitally, but making the digital breath, they would have um, real people in freezers reading dialogue for scenes and so the breath was then like isolated and then used so it was real breath it just wasn't real breath at the moment right oh that's great right cool no yeah that's very very neat um what else i got is the german word for krampen meaning claw? And last but not least, this was made by the same people who made Trick or Treat, as I said earlier. And in that leftover Halloween candy they referred to in the deleted scenes includes Sam's lollipop. Mm. Nice.
1: Yeah, very, very cool. Um,
3: fun. That, that's all I got, guys.
1: I love it. Dude, Do you great have anything f- to add? Mm. Great fun facts.
3: No. Yep. Thank you. Thank you.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, well okay. done, Summer. Thank you. Thank you. Um, it's shout-out time, y'all. So, mm. First and foremost, shout-out to our guest tonight, Candice Worley. hey Thank oh. for coming back to play with us, Billy. <laughs> yes. When you come back, it's always a good time. I get so excited when we make a, a, an appointment to record an episode together because you're like the highlight of my life.
1: Well, I have the best time with y'all, so thank
3: you. That's always
4: so much fun, yeah. Oh,
3: Billy's the best. <laughs> um, next, we have our producer Jesse. Is Jesse in the house still? Jesse! Yep. Jesse!
0: My <laughs> God, what a welcome!
3: <laughs> hey, Jesse. Jesse's our producer. We love you. Thank you so much for making yes. us sound amazing.
0: I I do what I can, <laughs> but no, it's, it's, it's it's a pleasure. I am, I'm, I'm happy to uh, be a part of this and, you know, you know, it's, it's great to, uh, it's actually great to hear you talk about Krampus again and uh, cause I'm going to probably re-listen to the original one, uh, just mm-hmm. the original podcast just to mm-hmm. see, uh. Um, if your opinion had changed at all.
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: I purposely didn't. I thought about going back and listening again. But I purposely was like, no, I think I want to go into this fresh. Because, I mean, I don't remember much from a year ago. Especially with all these movies we've talked about. So I was like, mm, sure. I think I'm mm-hmm. just going to go. And I'm pretty sure my all my stuff is the same. But you never know.
0: Yeah. yeah, No, yeah. I get it. And it's it's good, like... To to revisit the ones um, from the very beginning when we were literally just trying to figure out how mm-hmm. to present a to podcast. do this, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. Like it, it doesn't it makes total sense to you know repackage you know especially a good this is a good very accessible movie. Um, I had watched yep. it to uh, get the lines from the first time, and I watched it all the way through because I really love David Keckner as well. So. Uh-huh. While you were singing his praises, I was just not. <laughs> oh, no, <Yep>. dude! yep. <laughs> <Yes>. yep.
3: <laughs> How did you love Billy's David Kegner story? Oh, it was
0: great! Yeah, no, sorry, no
1: yeah. it was it was great. Except the fact that I had to follow him, so it was really <laughs> fucking a devastating night for me. Just say that earlier, like I literally died on stage, so it was not good. But I'm glad that you guys enjoyed that story. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah
3: yeah, there's there's um there's another movie at least that i know i want to recycle again later probably next year that billy wanted to take part of again and that would be gremlins
1: yes i would
3: love to talk gremlins too i love gremlins yes so i mean we didn't want to do two repeats for the season so we're thinking maybe next year and i i I told Billy. I said, "Okay, I got you on the hook for a year from now."
2: Yeah, yeah,
1: I'm in. I'm I'm on. I'm on hook for five years from now. It's good. Yeah, you're you're booked. Booked I got you
3: by the dolls of horror. You can't go anywhere. Do anything else. You're booked by us. (laughs) I can't get out of this contract.
1: You guys, hey, you guys pay me too well, so I can't.
2: Exactly. (laughs) All right.
3: Uh, Um, and then we've got. Our podcast mentors, Wes and Kevin, over at It's a Horror Podcast, doing fantastic work. Mm
2: -hmm. I
3: recommend you all go back and listen to their episode from last Christmas when they covered all the Silent Night, Deadly Nights. Because I just re-listened to that, and it's a riot. Nice. to check that out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then Christy Adams from Nightmare Toys. Of course, we love us some Christy. Christy oh, well. and Philip are rocking it over in Vegas. And so, if you need any Christmas horror merch, check them out. I know they got some good stuff, but be prepared to spend all of your money. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that's all I got uh, aside from our fantastic and wonderful Patreon supporter of uh, John Morgan, who shows us continued support yeah. and we just love john so 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 mm-hmm. very much and he's always emailing us with feedback and comments on the episode and we love all of our listeners especially when they interact with us so thank you all for listening to these and all the messages you not shan- you send mm-hmm. i love them so much please keep them coming okay yeah, yeah. you guys are awesome yes mm-hmm. um If you feel like you want to give us a little something extra, you can always, you know, rate and review us on iTunes because that always helps too. And I... And I will, yeah. And I will read those reviews online um, on the show at some point as well. Yeah. So if you want an extra little, like, shout out, I'm going to read a review. <laughs> so make it happen. Thank you. <laughs> 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 um, Billy, do you have anybody you want
1: I, to shout I, out? I have a couple shout outs. So my friend uh, Robbie Grant just started a new radio station here in, in Memphis, Tennessee called WYXR. You guys can check it out at wyxr.com. and it's oh, okay. like it's like a Great. bunch of a bunch of like local musicians and music aficionados playing music like they used to in the 50s and 60s. Oh. They're like as DJs cool. that want to play their own music and it's all different types of genres from jazz to indie rock to garage rock to R&B and rap and, it, and it's just it really is I'm so excited about these guys that are that that created this new station, and it's kind of uh, like I listen to it five or six times a week, and it's just an amazing. It's just amazing to hear music again in in that format. Yeah,
2: that,
1: that we all did as kids. Like I remember, yeah. you know, as a kid, like the radio was very important to me, uh-huh. and 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 radio in the last you know twenty thirty years has become very dull, and this is like uh-huh. a sta- station that kind of reinvents it in the way that it used to be where DJs played the music they wanted to play and exposed new artists and new music to people. So if you, if you can, please go check it out. And, and um, I also want to give a shout out to Christy Adams. Cause like, I just, I love, I see, I, I follow her on Instagram and, and mm-hmm. Facebook and they do such an amazing job. So just go buy some shit from them. Just, just, mm-hmm. just whatever whatever it is, go buy a Christmas ornament for them for, for 15, 20 bucks They have the most amazing
3: Christmas ornaments for sale right now. And
1: and go Mm -hmm. and and support them and let this business flourish and become bigger and bigger every year.
3: Oh, please. Yeah. And Christy is such a sweetheart. Like, she's one of my dearest, closest friends. Right. Like, I don't,
1: I've I've never met her, but just in like the Instagram and Facebook mm -hmm. posts, I feel like I know her and love her. And I love her.
2: (laughs) Yes. I can't wait for you to meet her, Billy. Yes.
3: She's the best. She's really that sweet in person. Like, what you see is what you get. And she's she's just the best. I love me some Christy. Yeah. I just packaged up a little present for her that I'm going to have to go and find time to go to the post office to ship Yay. out. Good. <laughs> good. good. Yeah. So, good. yeah, I have to make that happen. But, yeah, Nightmare Toys, guys. And they always have some really good sales, too. Yes. So, mm-hmm. yes. so, if you want some fifteen percent off some items, they always have really good sales. So look for those. But oh my gosh, they have the best horror Christmas ornaments, and they also carry the ornaments line, which I talked mm-hmm. about before. So yeah, for so all your Christmas horror needs.
1: Right. Yeah. Go sh- go shop immediately after this podcast.
3: Yes, yes please. <laughs> buy
4: one. Buy one for ev- buy a Christmas ornament from them for every family oh. member you have. Yeah, <laughs> Grandma, yes. Omi, you know
3: the cousin
1: <laughs> That's right, Harold Junior, all of them.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Billy, I have a quick question about this radio station you just talked about, though. Yes. Um, is this like only on their website, or is this could be this be like on iHeartRadio or something like that? It, it,
1: it's not on iHeartRadio, so but they do basically like. I know they like they play it live sort of here in Memphis, but they create playlists from every DJ on their website.
2: Okay, nice. So, okay, yeah. I'm into it. Yeah. Awesome. But Take it, it. it's yeah.
1: it, it's amazing. It's it really is like a, a breath of fresh air in the world of music on on Terrestrial Radio.
3: Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm so so excited. I'm gonna def- definitely yeah. check that out. So, yeah. the, the website one more time
1: wxwxyr dot I think okay yeah
3: terrific I'll be definitely be checking that out mm-hmm. Me too. I wrote uh, it down in my notes yes,
2: nice wxyr
3: <laughs> um Jamie anyone
4: from you you want to shout out Uh hey just re shout out to you, um everybody here to uh our Krampus Warley to Summer to Jesse <laughs> you guys are
3: awesome and it was a lot of fun so thanks as always.
2: Uh, just- Oh, thank you for being
3: a part of it. We have some very exciting things happening for the dolls of horror. So Yes
2: we
1: We do. do. Yes. Hey, Summer, when are those announcements coming?
3: Probably in the next week. Mm. Yay. Mm -hmm. So by the time this comes out, it'll already have happened. Stand yes.
1: by, yeah. Stand by, but, people.
3: Yes, but since I'm not in <laughs> charge of announcing, I'm not saying nothing just in case. No, I Bill's know. Official, I know. but no, we're. we're but hey, on too. A bunch it's of exciting things, things. <laughs> very exciting things, and I can't tell you how happy I am that Jamie is here for for this ride. Yes. oh me too this has been like the uh, funnest ride yes we have some fun interviews coming up and oh, it's yes. just gonna be so great it's going to be so great okay and Jamie being a journalist by trade is like this is like what she does so i'm like great i can learn from you (laughs) You and
4: i'm like excited i'm so excited for like some of our interviews coming up yeah like that's the stuff that like i dream of doing and i i just like love interviewing people and asking them questions i'm a very nosy person
3: (laughs) (laughs) so amazing So, so good <laughs> All right, guys, happy Krampus Day. I hope you've been good because you know, if you haven't, you might get eaten alive.
1: Or so. hey, look for coal in your shoes, motherfuckers. Mm-hmm.
2: yeah. But don't forget
3: to put out your shoe and hopefully you get a toy instead of coal. Okay, yeah. so December 5th, shoes out. Okay, shoe- shoes out. All right, y'all, I'm summer. I'm Jamie. And I'm Billy. And you've been listening to the Dolls of Horror, episode one of our Christmas series for 2020. We will talk to you later. Bye.
4: Bye. Bye. Happy holidays.
0: This has been a presentation of The Dolls of Horror. New episodes are uploaded every week. If you'd like to reach out and say hello to The Dolls, send them an email at thedollsofhorror at yahoo.com. You can also follow them on Facebook and Instagram, both at thedollsofhorror or on Twitter at dolls of Horror for bonus content. And if you really like the podcast and want to support them financially so that they can keep making episodes, consider sending them a donation. Follow the link in the description, or go to patreon.com slash the of horror for more information. Thanks for listening and see you next time.
3: Okay. If Krampus showed up, how do you think you would defend yourself?
0: Evil Santa, Jesus H
1: Almighty. I I honestly like I think I would just go up and, and try to shake this hand.
3: I totally, I totally just die right away. I totally would be like, I'd be the first to get killed. I'm sure.
4: Ultimately, I think like the best way to resolve any kind of conflict would be
1: through like a dance off.
4: Can you say, all right, come on, right now, you and me, let's dance it
2: out.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you just start. You have to like do something. Like he's not going to kill you. He's going to like whip you with the the, the sticks or
3: oh kinky. (laughs) you're
1: like like, can you choke me a little bit too that'd be great (laughs)